If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. And we're back. Hey, everybody, it's Darren Carter, the party starter of the week of Halloween. It's going to be spooky. In this episode, we will be talking about Son of Sam, politically incorrect song lyrics, dealing with breakups, days of our lives, hair loss, hair transplants, pyramid schemes, gingers, and of course, Halloween. Uh, this, uh, I, you know, I was wondering because we didn't have Halloween last year, really. I mean, maybe like some Zoom type of Halloween. But so now that we're allowed to do Halloween this year, you think anyone will get canceled for their costume? I tweeted that and somebody wrote back. Shout out to Heidi Putalatz. I can never pronounce your last name. I just know you as Heidi. But Heidi, she writes, Darren, help. I need to come up with an 80s one. I'm going to a charity event, which some 80s celebrities will be at, hence the 80s theme. And one is a childhood idol of mine. Friends say I should dress like them in the 80s. But to me, I fear they'd think that's some misery level craziness. That is true. You show up to a costume party and you're dressed like the person. Like, hi, Weird Al. I'm dressed like you. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's a little bit normal. Like when people dress like Weird Al when they go to a Weird Al concert. But yeah. So my 80s suggestions, I told her, I said, well, maybe you could dress up like Michael Jackson Thriller, maybe, or some neon clothes, or maybe dress like the girls from Robert Palmer videos or Flashdance, something like that. My son, Austin Carter, a.k.a. Austin, the bass boss, he's going to go as Rick Astley. Rick Astley. And then when he knocks on people's doors or whatever, he's going to go, Rick or treat. That's pretty clever, right? Rick or treat. Shout out to my wife for coming up with that. That's good. And uh, his video now on, you know, I, I told you guys he started his YouTube channel, Austin the Bass Boss. That video that he did, the Rick Astley one, the Rick Roll, has over a million views. In fact, right now, I just looked it up. As of this recording, 1,268,367. Yes, Austin, let me open for you. Okay, buddy? Let me open for you when you blow up even bigger. It's hilarious. I'm over there struggling, trying to get views on YouTube. And he's and I'm like, dude, there's no rhyme or reason. Meanwhile, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, Dad. <laughs> it's like one million, two million, three. I mean, it's crazy, but that's funny. Um, 
By the way, if you like what we do and you want to help out, uh, hit my Venmo at Darren Carter Comic. I'm also on the Cash App at Darren Carter Comic, or I think it's dollar sign over there. Or if you do PayPal, go to DarrenCarter.com. Uh, I want to read a couple of motivational quotes that just kind of stuck out to me this this week. Stay strong no matter how up how many ups and downs you go through. So stay strong no matter how many ups and downs you go through. Spend more time with people who bring out the best in you, not the stress in you. This is funny. This is from uh, one of the boxing coaches at the gym. This is from Coach Buddy McGirt. It's a guy on a on a bicycle, a mountain bike, and he's and he's going. He's hauling ass. Looks like he's either in Colorado or Alaska. And there's a bear behind him. And and the quote says, Some days it's hard to find motivation. Some days motivation finds you. This is from Carl Jung. I love this. Thinking is difficult. That's why most people judge. Right? It's easier to tear down stuff that somebody else has built. <clears throat> By the way, you know, I do the 50 push-ups, 50 sit-ups. And uh, I played tennis yesterday. I hadn't played in a couple of years. And I'll have you know, I don't think, I don't think those push-ups and sit-ups helped at all. I, I really don't. I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh, my reflexes, especially at first, like the first like five minutes, my opponent would hit the ball, I'd see it bounce, and I'd be like, oh, and I'm so slow. It was like my feet were in mud. And then eventually, I kind of bounced out of it and got into the. But man, it's. Uh, I mean, it goes. To, I guess it goes back to boxing. Like that's why they say it's easier when you're already jump. That's why they have you skip rope because if you're already kind of bouncing, it's easier to start from there as opposed to like a standstill where your your feet are planted. I I think my feet were planted. I think I was. They would serve the ball, and I wasn't really hopping around. I was just like, I'm gonna wait for it," and then it would it would come at me real fast, and then I'd be like, "I better go towards it," and then it would just zip past me. Here's something I noticed when people play tennis. We we come up with a lot of excuses, man. I was like switching out hats. I'm like, this, you know, this hat doesn't fit right. It's blocking my view. I was hold on, time out. I was taking my sunglasses off. I was like, no, the sun's in a different position than when we started. I mean, I'm like, just all the excuses. I'm like, I'm tired from running around the track with the warm up. I mean, just all the excuses. This racket, this isn't my same racket. I need my normal racket. <laughs> people hit the you. It's funny too when you hit the ball and it doesn't go where you want it. You look, everyone stares at their racket like, "What the hell?" Like, I should probably do that with my jokes. Like, I do a joke, no one laughs. I stare at the microphone. What the guys? This is going to be a uh, an encore presentation podcast, and it's uh, so. It, I, but I, I'm going to leave it in whole because even some of the things that we talk about, it's kind of like a timestamp for the time. This was recorded about three years ago in the month of October. And it's, I always love having Dr. Dean on. The guy's a wealth of knowledge. He's a fantastic storyteller. And you can go through my catalog of episodes and you'll find other ones that he's on. And I thought I would do this. So listen, guys, thank you so much. Like I said, you want to help out, go to YouTube, leave comments, share these videos. And if you want to buy me a cup of coffee, I'm on PayPal, the Cash App, and uh, Venmo. And usually I put that in the description. So there you go. And uh, I'm also available on Cameo for celebrity shout-outs. That's right. And I do it at rock-bottom prices compared to my uh, peers. So there you go. A little personal video for you or someone you love. I'll wish them a happy holiday, happy birthday, etc., etc. I even do roasts. I can, I can go there. 
This is a great episode. It really is. And it's funny because I, I make my episodes shorter now. But this is when I was like, you know what? Let's go for that Joe Rogan three-hour, you know. But I don't know. You let me know if what you guys think. All right, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Now let's start that party in your ear holes. Check this out. How old is your mom? 80. 80 years old. I absolutely loved it. And this is your mama talking, and you know how judgmental I am. And when I say it's good, it's good. Wonderful. Both of you together is fantastic. I love you, and I'm so proud of you. Ciao, ciao. Have a great night. I want to listen to the next one. That's my mom, 80 years old. Dude, that's so cool. And she's listening till like, it was like 10 after 1 in the morning. Everybody listen to Derek Carter. Yeah. We all know he's the party starter. Uh, so if you want to listen to a podcast for free, listen to a pocket party. Uh, pocket party. You're listening to the Pocket Party Podcast with Darren Carter. It's a podcast that you put in your pocket. <laughs> Here's Darren. Pocket Party Podcast. It's my favorite podcast. The Pocket Party Podcast. Oh, yeah, baby. We are back. We are back live. You like that? That's a kind of cool little uh, ditty these college kids made. Check it out one more time. It's only 15 seconds, maybe 12. Pocket Party Podcast. It's my favorite podcast. The Party Party Podcast. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's hilarious to me because uh, they improvised it and, and it's awesome. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to do a cover of it or do your own version, just you know, send it to me. Send it to me at pocketpartypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you got a buddy that's in a band or something, any kind of like theme song you want to send, and that's like 20 seconds to 30 seconds long. It's all we need. And I'll give you a shout out and plug you on YouTube and all that good stuff. Um We're back together again. We are back. A couple things. Uh, If you want to do a a review on iTunes, I would love it. Ratings and reviews. People are sending them in. I love it. Um, Let's read a couple of them and you'll get a shout out. And like I said, if you ever want to do, you know, plug your social media or any of that good stuff in the review, I'll gladly read it. I have no problem doing that. Um, We're here to help each other out. Uh, Okay, cool. We got this one right here. Here's the, here's some new ones. Um, very, some of them are really short, and that's what I'm saying. All you guys, you, even if it's short, just send that. One guy writes, "Awesome!" in all capitals. Love it. Next, cool podcast, and this is by Work Four O Seven Four. Good. I said, no, they wrote so good. Love the issues; they're great too. Listen, see, super simple. Uh, somebody said they saw me at the Dead Crow in North Carolina. Love the show by something like 
I-N-C-E-D-T family, whatever that is. Uh, Deron has great guests by Chuck, Chucko, New York City, 212. Keep up the great podcast. Heard about your podcast on A Yo 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 Martin's podcast. That's pretty cool. Um, some of my favorite reviews, I love this one, by Fast and Furious George. He writes, funny and poignant. The great thing about this podcast is that the conversations are unforced and natural, tipping between hilarious, serious, and poignant, without any sense of Carter having to steer the dialogue in any direction. He's a natural interviewer, and it's great that because of his background as a comic, you could you get to sit in on conversations with fellow comedians who share insight on their craft and their life. Always a great listen, never boring. Thank God. That was pretty cool. Where I saw someone, I saw a recent, somewhere, was it on YouTube? Somebody said it had a cool podcast voice. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I got a good podcast voice. That's what's up. <laughs> Whoever thought that would be a compliment, but it is, right? Back in the day, remember, it was like, you've got a face for radio, which meant like you weren't very handsome. You're like, no, we'd love to hear you on the radio. That's where you're, you belong. You've got a face for it. But now it's even even further than that. It's like, you've got a voice for podcasting. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. What else can I tell you? Uh, I got some dates coming up. Uh, if, you're list- whenever you're li- if you're listening to this right away and you're in the L.A. area, I will be at the Hollywood Laugh Factory Wednesday the 24th, Thursday the 27th. Oops, I'm sorry. Thursday the 25th, I'll be at the Long Beach Laugh Factory. October 27th, I'll be at- in Burbank doing a big fundraiser for Burroughs High School baseball team. November 8th through the 10th, I'll be in Reno. November 23rd through the 24th, I'll be back in my hometown, Clovis, California, at DeChico's. DeChico's and Clovis, California. Tell everybody the day after Thanksgiving, and also that Saturday after Thanksgiving. December 14th, 15th, 16th, I'll be at Tommy T's in Sacramento. Sacramento, Tommy T's, December 14th, 15th, 16th. Time for some coffee. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Man, I had a great two-day travel uh, tour. Got up early, flew to North uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, played the Dead Crow, Friday, Saturday, got back on a plane, got here yes, last night, did a podcast, which you'll soon hear with Dr. Dean Larratt, and uh, went to the boxing gym, always getting motivated there, doing my thing. You know, uh, I want to give a shout out also to Chris, I want to say Chris Hickman, he drove six hours with his lovely bride, they came all the way from Tennessee to see me in North Carolina, 
Great to see you, man. Funny-ass shirt. It said, bullshit, which is hilarious. I used to do this bit about bullshit. Bullshit. And he had a shirt that said, bullshit. I'm like, that's funny. And then his, and then he looked familiar. And I'm like, what do I know? And then I'm like, boom. It was. He's a, a member of the uh, Pocket Party podcast family. By the way, if you guys are on Facebook, join our group. More and more people are coming in. Ben, all the way from Australia, oftentimes writes me now on Facebook in the Pocket Party podcast group. He's like, hey, mate, when's the next podcast? Who's the guest? What's I love it, man. I love that this medium is reaching people around the world. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Um, I want to uh, get a little serious here. Sean re- reached out to me. Sean wrote, he, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say his whole name or what, but he writes, uh, big shout out to Sean. <laughs> Sean Biddy. That's the middle. Okay. He writes, hey, man, just wanted to say Pocket Party has been helping me this week. He, he, he broke up. He got into a relationship breakup. He goes, uh, it's been uh, so helpful having your show. Uh, thank you for your show. Love it. Your Instagram stories are killing me too, man. Love seeing you on Instagram. And then he writes, and we still celebrating Christmas. I love it. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know what that's all about or any of that stuff. I've been doing it for a couple of years. When people leave their Christmas decorations up past the past Christmas, I always go, hey, what's up, everybody? It's December 27th and we still celebrating Christmas. And it gets it's the longer the year goes by, the more hilarious it is. But I do it year round if I can, if I can find any kind of Christmas decoration. <laughs> That's that's the catchphrase I've been saying. We still celebrating Christmas. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Still celebrating Christmas. Uh, shout out to Knock Him Out the Box. He drew up some mock t-shirt ideas for me, which is pretty cool. So we might get that going. Some t-shirts that say, we still celebrating Christmas. Super simple, because uh, that's how I do it. Black t-shirt with just two colors, maybe three. We'll see, but two is better. Uh, we still celebrating Christmas. I got to figure all this out, like how to do an online. I don't know how to do it, man. I know some people, some of these podcasts, they, yeah, here's a store, and people just go there, and they make the t-shirts print to order, and then boom. And if you're in that world or know how to do it, send me a message on the Facebook group or uh, email me at pocketpartypodcast at gmail. Dot com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause, their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Uh, what else did I want to tell you? Uh, this is a very long podcast. It's a lot, very entertaining. We covered a lot of topics, man. This guy, he, you know, Dr. Dean, he's one of my favorite guys to, to have on the show because he's got the gift of gab and we cover so many topics that somebody's going to relate to something, man. <laughs> so <laughs> he's great. And uh, I love all the great feedback we've been getting. If you guys want to donate to the podcast, if you look in the description of the podcast, you'll see there's a little button and you could be a monthly donator and uh, help help grow this thing to the next level so I can actually be able to have my own studio and, and have, you know what I mean? Just, just blow up the whole thing. Um, be able to tour more, come to your town, make it happen. Anyways, you go to the description, uh, of wh however you got this podcast, I uploaded to anchor.fm, but, um, if you get it on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, iHeartRadio, Spotify, there should be in the description how to how to click and and be a uh, monthly donator, and I really really do appreciate that. All right, let's get into it, guys. Um, you know, I, I saw this great motivational quote. I love it. I want to carry this on. It said, "Always at the end." I said, <clears throat> "Let me start over." 
always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard things were, tomorrow's a fresh opportunity to make it better. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ain't that the truth? So end the day with the positive thought. No matter how rough the day was... Take that moment. You know, I'm going to tell you something kind of funny. I was at the boxing gym doing planks, and I've, I've been sort of neglecting my ab section for a long time. I'm like, eh, whatever. I run a lot. I walk. I, you know, push-ups, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I crank out some sit-ups or crunches barely every now and then, but I've been really trying to step that up, you know, part of the boxing uh, regime, you know, trying to, trying to make that part of a habit, and it's pretty cool. You know, planking, I don't know if you guys are plank at all, but even just to plank for a minute was hard for me at first. It still is, actually. But as I was on my elbows planking, I thought rather than counting the time and trying to be like 20 seconds, 25, I mean, that's hard when you're just thinking about the time. I thought, let me count my blessings. Let me actually say a prayer. Why not? Give some gratitude. And I was, and honestly, it, the, the, the time flew by because I still wasn't done. I almost, it was like a spiritual moment. They were like, all right, time's up. And I kind of wanted to keep going because I was like, you know, because sometimes you got to just be grateful for the little things, even the little things like a charged for example, right now, you have a fully, hopefully, a fully charged device that you're listening to this podcast on. If you're in a car, you have a vehicle. If you're going somewhere, you have a place to go. You have a place to get there. Somebody wants to employ you. Somebody, I mean, you, sometimes you got to bring it down to even those small gratitudes. Shout out to Rems. <laughs> Rems always gives me shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, hey, I was too fucking positive. I needed to hit pause for a second. Come back. <laughs> I love it, man. You guys are awesome. I love the podcast family that we got here, the Pocket Party Podcast family. Let's get into it. Uh, you guys are going to love it. All right. See you soon. Pocket Party. This is Morgan Freeman, and you are listening to one of the most important podcasts ever made in the history of podcasting, the Pocket Party Podcast with my good friend, Darren Carter. Mm. All right, buddy. This is Morgan Freeman, and you're listening to the Pocket Party Podcast, one of the most important podcasts <laughs> in podcast history. 
with Darren, my, no, my good, good friend, with my good, with my good friend Darren Carter. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? We're back with Doctor Dean, Doctor Dean Larrett. That was a good. That was a pretty good impression. That's Not horrible. Bad. No, but you've heard it enough to where you're like, that was. I like your attempt at it. It was a good attempt. It was a good attempt. <laughs> the memorization was good. This is Morgan Friedman. I can't even. I like the way. Man, this that, is Morgan Friedman, and you are lis- And you are listening to the one of the most important podcasts <laughs> in podcast history, with my good friend. Darren Carter. And then I think at the I, end, I, I think no, no, to, to even make it sound even more real, he goes, Darren Carter. And he kind of goes, mm. Right, right. He does it right. He the said, little thing like that was mm, like the little mm. mm. If you guys aren't clear what we're talking about, uh, if you go back and you listen to, I want to say episode 25, 24, 26, somewhere say the in there. guy's name. Oh, uh, Josh Robert Thompson. If you go back and look at the Pocket Party podcast, episode 24, 25, 26, somewhere in there. Uh, he did eight seasons of Family... He has done eight seasons of Family Guy. And he did do eight seasons of The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. And he does voice matching for Morgan Freeman, among other people. And that's that's great. But I'm probably going to play the clip on uh, it, this yeah. particular episode. So they'll already... They'll yeah. know what we're talking about. But, um, and they'll but be maybe, able to compare it and go, hey, that Dr. <laughs> Dean doesn't even come close. Dr. Dean, we should do... We should have, you do good, some good impressions. Uh, <laughs> I should have you do like a Sly Stallone drop or something. Oh, I have to get my voice ready for that. Uh, <clears throat> have to get my... Well, I probably... I would probably start it with like a Mike Tyson. You know, this is this is Mike Tyson and, and uh, you are lis- you're listening to one of the most important podcasts in podcast history with my good friend, Darren Carter. And um, if you don't listen to it, I'm going to break your fucking jaw. Yeah, that's good. See, something like that. That's good. Do, 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 do it again. Uh, no, no, do it again. And, and uh, this this podcast is like, an, you know, like do some boxing term or something. Wait, you want me to do it again? Yeah, just, oh. do, one, just do it real quick one more time. Are we on right now? Yes, yes, we're on. Oh. All right, I'm going to repeat it. It's, so this is Mike Tyson, and you're listening to one of the, one of the greatest podcasts in podcast history. And with my good friend, with my really, 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 really good friend, Darren. Sparring Carl, partner, my sparring my partner. Re- and sparring partner, <laughs> who I, I've kicked the shit out of many times. Because <laughs> um, he always throws his jab, and he leaves it out there. And I, I counter with the right hand. So, you know, he's a, he's, he's a really sweet guy and everything. But... Um, uh, yeah, that, but the only problem is when he does his Instagram uh, post story post, he's always walking around with a beekeeper's hat. <laughs> and, <laughs> but uh, so listen to the podcast, you know. Seriously, otherwise I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come and knock you the hell out. That's good. That's good. Serious. I think people are gonna hear that. Really think it's Mike Tyson. Oh, I don't think so. All right, let's uh, let's do um, Jay Leno. And I'm doing this only because because yeah, Mike Tyson and Jay Leno sound kind of similar. So, yeah. Well, Jay Leno is more. You know, this is uh, you know this is Jay uh, this is Jay Leno, and uh, you should really you should, seriously you should give this a shot. You know, it's um, Darren Carter's podcast. He's, he's a, you know it's a good po- it's, a, it's a good podcast, and uh, you, should, you know you should just listen to it. You know, the guy's uh, you know the guy is it you know it's it's, it's a good it's a good 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 podcast. It's good you know good podcast. All right, for our older listeners, and then we'll move on with these. This is the impression. We'll move on from the impressions. I love making people do impressions that don't do impressions. It's like uh, quick John, John Wayne, John Wayne, (laughs) tell telling folks to listen to my podcast. Well, you know, not bad. You should listen. You know, you should listen to my friend's podcast. Um, This is John Wayne. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you should let me hear you do John Wayne. Well, here's another one right, for right. ya. Well, uh, whenever another I, one. Here's whenever another. I need a podcast to listen to, I listen to the Pocket Party, Pilgrim. Pilgrim. Do people even know? It's sad, right? Because as time goes on, people stop knowing who right, certain right, celebrities right, are. Right, like, right. I remember I was at Chikun, Chikun, babe. Hey, man, this is Sam right. Davis, babe. You know what? There was a previous podcast, if they listened to the one with Flip Schultz. The, 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 I was recording at the bagel shop, uh, Western Bagel. And one of the employees came in and name dropping again. I know we were like, I know we were talking about some celebrity. He had no idea. And then it, it reminded me of one time I asked this dude, I go, oh, hey, do you know who Johnny Carson is? And the kid goes, yeah, I think he works here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, wow. It's like, you that's know. funny, man. That's sad. I look, I've had, I have people to come, you know, into my office and, and, uh, I, they'll see pictures of, uh, of me and Springsteen hanging out on the wall and uh, we're, not, we're not hanging on the wall, but the pictures are on the wall. Yeah. And of times I've been backstage with him and they go, who's that guy? And I go, uh, I go, that's Bruce Springsteen. And they go, uh, who is, who's that? I mean, I've had 21, 22 year old kids who've said that. And I just go, are you kidding me? You do not know who Bruce Springsteen is? Yeah. And that's sad. It's, it, that's a, that's a sad, uh, thing actually. Uh, Johnny Carson, uh, Hi, this is this is Johnny Carson. I work Tuesdays and, uh, and Thursdays at the Bagel Shop. I work Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, at Starbucks <laughs> in Culver City, and then I. Uh, <laughs> yes, then I go yes. to downtown Burbank. Yes, Johnny. You should bring that up to Bruce. You should, next time you see him backstage, hey Bruce, you're not going to believe it. People come into my office; they have no idea who you are. Right, right. he'll love that. He'll be yeah, he'll well, love that. you know, as uh, you know, things happen, and you know, it's, uh, it is what it is. Time marches on. You know, it is what it is. You know, so you know we'll. We'll get him to come around, you know. But um, it's so funny because my cousin he, uh, he worked at Barnes and Noble in New York. I forgot to tell you this; I never told you this before. And Bruce Springsteen came in and bought books from him. Oh yeah, and uh, and he goes, I go, uh, what was it like, man? What was it like? And he goes, Well, the other employees are the ones that were like telling me who he was. Right. And he goes, and I was, he goes, I was just checking him out, you know, like at the cash register or whatever. He goes, I was thinking like, God, my dad would really be excited right now, but like, you know. Yeah, but it, it, it get, I get it though because I was in high school and born in the USA. Is that is I think the first song I heard that he did, born, born in the U.S. That's the first one yeah. I remember. Yeah, 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 that was that runaway big album. That was that super, was the one that made him a, yeah. a gazillion dollars. That was the yeah. one that really put him on the map. Born to Run is what put him on the cover of Time and Newsweek yeah. uh, in October of '75. Um, which he's the only person that's ever done that feat, where he was actually on the cover of Time and Newsweek in the same week. Wow. Nobody's ever done that. And because they were competing mm. magazines. So they never, he's the only one who's ever done that. Um, and, uh, and I won a contest. I won a contest in 1984. <laughs> in a, I was in Maryland. I was in University of Maryland. And I came on the radio name the only person in history to ever be on the cover of time and newsweek in the same week and i was like oh that's springsteen and i and i uh, cool. called up the the dj back at the back then the dj yeah. and um i said it's bruce springsteen and then i said october 27th 1975 he goes all right you didn't need to give us the date <laughs> he said he goes, he goes come on down and claim your prize which was the three uh disc CD disc live Springsteen uh, from 1975 to 1985. Wow. And I went over the Alexand uh, Woodrow Wilson Bridge in Alexandria, Virginia, 
And I went to the radio station and I picked up my prize. And that's uh, so cool. Yeah, it was cool it was, from the prize closet. It was it was pretty cool. It was definitely a, a cool thing. It's a cool thing when you can win something from the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember I called into the Doctor Demento show. Oh yeah, I used to love Doctor Demento. Same here. Wasn't it the best? Awesome. You probably got the real version. Where did you? We got, where were you listening when you listened to Doctor Demento? Probably Queens, New York. Oh yeah, you probably got. Yeah. Do you remember? Was it a four-hour show or oh, two-hour yeah, show? And it was, if I remember correctly, wasn't it Sunday night? I maybe because different markets are different. Oh, okay, See, now okay, I grew up okay. in Fresno, California, and I want to say that we only got two-hour version. Okay. And did, was it the Funny Five or was it the Top Ten or I don't know? But oh man, I can't. I think that. certain cities got more Dr. Demento than others. I think but he was, if I remember correctly, yeah. he was he was pushing it out of an East Coast, out of the. I think so. I yeah. think it was uh, East Coast. I think it was Culver City. Culver City. Remember that? Are you the serious? Culver- he yeah. was out here. Yeah, Culver City. Uh, oh man, Culver City. I did not know that. I, I, the I, Funny uh, Five. Yeah, I, I did not know that. For the, uh, if you guys don't know what Dr. Demento is, he launched Weird Al Yankovic's career. He was, and if you don't yeah. know who Weird Al Yankovic is, <laughs> right? You come on, you guys. If you're listening to this podcast, you, you, I'm pretty sure you're at a state you love comedy and you love silly stuff and, mm-hmm. and weird al yankovic is the man you know yeah. and uh i'm in two music videos i'm in i'm in two weird al yankovic videos. are you really yes i am if you guys want to look them up i'm in all about the pentiums i have a full head of red hair sunglasses i'm in a mosh pit uh there's a f- part where i'm foaming at the mouth and they put alka-seltzer uh-huh. alka-seltzer in my mouth um and i'm also in the Oh, I always forget the name of it. I think it's called the Saga Continues or something. It's that Star Wars one. And okay, bye bye, Miss American Pie. Drove He's, my Chevy to the. What did yeah. you think about? Did you work with him? Like, were you He's very in, nice guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. Yeah, I know yeah. a lot of people who know him, and he's a very religious man. And he's a very religious Jewish, you know, man, I, I'm a Jew, I can say this. Oh, but, he's Jewish? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, Al Yankovic, like, he won't work on, like, the Shabbos and no everything. Way. Oh, no, he's, uh, he's, I think, if I remember correctly, Orthodox, if I remember. Wow, he's, I yeah, did, it's, I, he's very, I did very, not know that. I, 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 I did not know that. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. yeah. yeah he Aunt, up, Aunt yeah. Blabby. Yeah. No, <laughs> No, I didn't. No, he um, he's a very religious guy. He's a sweet guy. That's man. what they say. That's I love what that I, guy. I've only heard phenomenal things about him. And um, my son loves, uh, you know, like he loves uh, Weird Al Yankovic. And when he was a little kid, when he was around four or five, we took him down to Orange County. I could be wrong about the number, son. If you're listening, he's like, Dad, you always get the ages wrong. I know, I'm always. It was know. last week. Come on, Dad. I'm 34. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> no, my son is 11 years old. He is 11, and and he does the theme song for the podcast. And uh, we got up early. And this we went down is to Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's his son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> And, uh, we drove all. We do, went down there and took photos with the weird weird island when he. That's had a, cool. And he remembered release. you, of course. Remembered me, and yeah. it was great, man. It was just a great yeah. dude. That's like so many good songs. But I remember calling into the Doctor Demento show, and I won a T-shirt for for doing a Michael Jackson impression. Mm. This would have been around 1985 or 86. And Let's I see you do it. Look, can you? Okay. <clears throat> Hi, this is Michael Jackson. And you're listening to one of the most important podcasts. That's good. In the history of podcasting. That's really good. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you, Doctor. <laughs> I told you before, I love the Pocket Party Podcast. Thank you. That's, That's excellent, That's man. It, That's right? excellent. That's really cool. That's I usually what yeah. you... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I can't really I, I do the singing. On, oh. The singing, people can sing better, so I can't really do the singing, but I can do the... Um, you can do the can interview fake voice. the singing. <laughs> the interview voice. Because he always says, like, children. He says, children, and I told you, and... Sort of speaks like Mike Tyson a little bit. My concert is called, you know, This Is It. 
Yeah. Michael gets a little bit of voice deep sometimes. Michael was a good guy, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, his music he just was a never very had a childhood. Yeah, I I want to choose to believe that. You know what I mean? Yep. When they when people can believe what they want to choose to believe, and I believe that. I think he kind of was misunderstood. Like he was a yeah. dude that, like, come on, you're famous that famous when you're like five or five whatever. years old. It's like, come on. So, have you looked up his videos when he was a kid? Of course you have. You were there mm-hmm. when he, I was the, there. Yeah, I was you, watching. You were living shit. him alive. Yeah, I you know? was watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and when he's the just, Jackson Five. Oh my gosh, what are some other songs? I can't think of it right now. Like, oh baby, yeah. give me one more chance. Yeah, and the other one works great. Like, man. There's another good song I'm thinking of. That's um, oh man, they did so many. You, so- where he holds that note so long and I'm trying to think that song. Who's loving you? Who's loving you? Oh, okay. Loving you. I can't do it. They were great, so man. The good. Jacksons were great. They really were. But they it was a ruined family, man. The the father and they did a number on him, man. They yeah. they, they really did. But uh it, it boggles my mind sometimes that he's gone. It, it really does. It's a trip. He was one of the first big celebrities that I can recall where I was like, Wow, he is no longer in this earth, like yeah. this planet. Like I just remember like like being blown away. I mean, I guess, I guess Elvis was one of the biggest, but I didn't really know him that well. But I did know that it would it, it, when he passed away that it continued for years. Like cover of Inquirer, of Newsweek, you know, all these different magazines. Mm-hmm. Like it it really impacted Americans, you know, yeah. like Elvis Presley. But I remember as an adult, like like Michael Jackson, no longer like yeah. what, especially getting ready for a tour. Yeah, I know. know. The way it happened like that. Yeah, especially getting ready to make a sort of a comeback. Yeah. You know, like he was getting his act together and he wasn't getting in. Yeah, he was trying to stay off prescription drugs. And and bottom line was we found out that that wasn't the case. And uh, but um, uh, so you you said about a joke a little while ago, you said. Um, oh yeah, I said. Um, you have any good jokes? I, li- is- I like to. Uh, I think I might do this. Bring this back to the podcast. I don't know if we'll do it or not, but I'm thinking maybe, especially when I have comedians on, like uh, if they have any jokes they've written that week that they want to like put out there on the podcast. You know what I mean? Is this like, funny? I just wrote this yeah, the other day yeah, and, I put, and I put it on Facebook, and I, I just, I was, it just hit me. I, I think I was making a sandwich. I was doing something in the in the in the kitchen, and this just hit me. So two guys are sitting in a restaurant, and. Uh, Steve says to this, Steve is one guy, says, hey, John, it's so great to see you. I'm glad we got a chance to meet for lunch. What have you been up to? Steve, what's happening, bro? Things are good. I'm I'm actually uh, thinking of investing a lot of money in a new invention uh, that's supposed to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. And with that, the uh, waiter comes by and says, would you like some bread to the table? And Steve goes, no, I'm off bread. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, that's good. Right. And then, I like the idea. Then are they both named Steve? Because that kind of threw me. Steve and John. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. I like that's a good. That's a really good joke. But I think, I, funny, I think you could go further with it once you get it out there. The idea that people are off bread. They're like, oh, I'm cutting down my bread. Who eats bread, bread anymore? But but yeah. it's it, the irony is that yeah. he just said it's the greatest invention since sliced bread. Yeah. And with that, the waiter comes over <laughs> and says, "Bread for the table." And he goes, "No, not for me. I'm all, I'm trying to get off bread." <laughs> right after he just said he's. Going I love f- it, which leads into my new joke. Can I tell you mine because speaking of bread, no, because people are you know. I don't think bread, when it comes to dieting, I don't think bread is the problem because think about it. Birds, they eat bread and they're skinny. Cows eat grass and they're fat. Ooh, wow. That's uh, 
Right? That is that is some heavy stuff. That is, you should be smoking that legal stuff that, that is, they uh, sell now. Speaking of grass. <laughs> yeah, speaking of grass. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you hungrier. No. Which will get you fatter. Yeah. So, I know. But um, I like that joke. It was just one of those I things. I think it's that, good. Uh, just, you know, I don't know if it's a joke to do in a stand-up Slice room. bread or, or like, they're going to sell like hotcakes and sliced bread or something. And then. Yes, would you, will, will you be having the pancakes? No, I'm laying off the pan. The hotcakes. Yeah. Would like some it. bread for the table? No, the I, I just yeah. thought of that. though. Because the, the, I always hear people. People use, you know, there's a lot of jokes. There's a, I'm actually thinking of incorporating an entire portion of my sta- of stand up to expressions. Like a lot of people say things like, <laughs> "That's uh, you know, it was a it was a fun night, but it wasn't it wasn't it, you know the place was a good restaurant, but it wasn't anything to write home about." And I've always wrote the joke I wrote years ago was, "Who's writing home?" about a meal they just had in a restaurant. Dear mom, yeah. went to this restaurant tonight, had the veal piccata. I'm not going to lie to you. It wasn't <laughs> as good as we thought it was going to be. That's funny. I'll get back to you. Do that. That's really good. I, 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 I don't even I, know what veal piccata is, but that just I sounds even, funny. It sounds like me to veal piccata. Yeah. It you sounds know? like something, because it's kind of poetic, like, right. dear mother. Yeah, I, yeah, I wrote I, a joke similar to that, and it was about, uh, yeah. same thing. It was like, a, uh, like, how was the hotel buffet? Or what do they call the, the breakfast? What do they call it? Breakfast buffet. Continental breakfast. Continental breakfast. Yeah. Like, how, was the, how was the continental breakfast? I go, it was good. Somebody well, goes, Belgium was good. It was good, but nothing to write home about. And you could do the same thing. You could, be, you could use that if you want. Right. You're like, I, yeah. I, I have always been fascinated by that expression, nothing to write home about. I wrote the joke probably 25 years ago. It's on my papers about, about, about writing home. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> writing home. About, uh, People usually picture writing home back to their mother, but what if you're writing home to like someone else? Like well, a roommate. <laughs> yeah. Well, now, uh, yeah. Who's writing and, home? And you're always pictured, whenever you're writing home, you're yeah. always, it's always an army scene. Yes. He's just been shot down over Guam. Yes. Okay. And, and he's like, he's My got his leg mother. up in traction. Yeah. Dear mom. You know, you, you might you might need to build a ramp. We on the went staircase. to the Applebee's. <laughs> I'd like to talk about yeah, this. Restaurant. Went to the Applebee's. I'm not going to lie to you. The veal piccata was just average. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Yeah, but I, you know. And, and I'll get back to you. Or you could even say like Outback Steakhouse. That way you could say like, I had the Blooming Onion. I had the Blooming Onion. Or is it the Awesome Not going to lie to you. It was just okay. <laughs> you know how they have those funny names yeah. for like restaurants, yeah. stuff, food, or whatever? But, uh, I had the moons over my hammy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... And it's always my hammy, H A M. H A M. You know, they're trying to sell you uh, uh, I, a pork dish. I want to. I want to talk about this. I got a uh, one of our listeners. When do we go on? Is this on? It's on, we, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm recording. Kidding, I'm yeah. joking. Yeah. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Here comes Morgan. Here comes Morgan Freeman. This is Morgan Freeman. Okay, we get the idea. Um, so. <laughs> <laughs> the um. No, you know what? I want to say how how important podcasting is to um both the creators and and the listeners you know um i was recently in wilmington north carolina a big shout out to chris i want to say chris hickman i don't have your name in front of you but chris drove six hours yeah he and his wife drove six hours from tennessee to come to the show and they love the podcast and he was such such a nice guy and it was great and and it really just shows you how like words can affect people in a good way you know there's so much negativity out there man that's why i love this this is our this kind of form this is our form this is our place man i got another um buddy who's been listening to he listened to my previous podcast and he's followed my comedy my insta stories and instagram and stuff and uh his name is sean and sean is a big shout out to sean right now uh he's going through a breakup okay and he's been writing about it on you know and i you know I, i see him online and uh he might be in our pocket 
Pocket Party Podcast group on Facebook. I'm not sure, but I think he is. But he sent me a message today, and he was just saying how much this podcast has helped him. Has helped him, yeah. And I and I get it because when when I'm down and out, man, there's been times like over the years where I've been depressed, and you listen to these podcasts, and it's great because it's like. You just hit play. You don't have to carry a conversation. The conversation's already happening, and you're laughing, and you're hearing people. And I don't know. I just wanted to, you know, just keep your chin up, buddy. It's Keep uh, your chin up, you know. Sean. And uh, if I can just give a, a tiny input. Yeah. I'm a little older than you. I'm probably a little older than Sean. How old is Sean? Do you know him? Probably late 20s or 30s, okay. I think. Sean, if you're listening out there, and he's an avid listener. He listens yes. to every one yeah. of you. Okay. I think so, yeah. I, I, the one I'll, thing, I'll make sure they li- I'll message him. The one yeah. thing I've learned in this life, and I'm 54 years old, going to be 55, God willing, in May, man. You look so great. Co- you look like you're 56. Thank you very much. I'm just kidding. This is My, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Um, no, my buddy dude that he always whenever someone says their age he always, he always says 10 years older or just one year older like 45 you look 40 they think you're you look like, 48 man no you're shit, looking no. good no, anyways you're 54 um, you said you do would, look good by the way i would tell sean i would tell sean and anybody this sean i know this is going to sound crazy man and, and uh, this is not a uh, a love song uh radio station or whatever they call that that station uh, uh you're listening to the coast right 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 coast um, FM. uh you, your happiness, Sean, in life cannot, and I, stay, stay with me on this because this is a lesson that you'll, you'll use for the rest of your life. Your happiness cannot be contingent upon somebody else accepting you or not accepting you. So you have to, uh, that's the one thing I have gotten good at in the last 15, 20 years in relationships is if something doesn't work out and the relationship goes sour, you can't mope around. Uh, yeah, you go through that period for a couple, you know, a couple of days, even a few weeks, where you're like, ah, I miss her. Should I call her? Should, uh, how come she didn't call me? Blah, 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 nah, 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 nah. But the true reality is your, your, your happiness in this life cannot be contingent upon somebody else accepting you or uh, in this case, or, or even rejecting you. It, you, you you've, it, the old expression, if you love someone, set them free. And if it's meant to be, they'll come back. And, and everything is preordained in this universal energy. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I, I honestly believe that things are meant to be, and there's nothing you can really do about it. But the, le- the the last thing you, you want to do is get yourself into the doldrums, man. Hit that gym when this happens. Hit that, you know, like Darren. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying you do this for out of depression stuff. Hit that, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm, I'm no, I saying know. I know. hit that boxing bag, hit the heavy bag, whatever it is that you yeah. do, Sean. But you have to disperse that energy so that you're not walking around 100%, just man. completely screwed up. Get to yourself exercise yeah. to the point where you're sweating, where the sweat yeah. dripping off you, where you're like... And the natural endorphins will kick in. Yeah. You'll get that opioid release in your brain. And I know it's a rough word to use these days, opioid. People hear that. But that's really yeah. what we're trying to get is that endorphin opi- slash opioid re- release. And um, and just ne- never, never let your happiness be be based on if somebody else is in your life or not. Yeah. I, I know it sucks. I know it totally sucks. You know, uh, when you're going through that kind of depression... Um, Everyone that's talking to you, I've often said this before, that that when you're really depressed and you're messed up in the head, when people talk to you, even right in front of you, it always comes off like, we 
can help you. I, you're going to be okay. It's almost like you're on a drug when people, you don't even like, you don't even hear what people are saying, but just take this as, um, as some really good advice, man. I'm probably a little older than you and been around the block a few times. And, um, at some point you have to, uh, I know this sounds crazy, but you gotta, you gotta start to love yourself, man. And you also have to, uh, you have to learn to forgive yourself. You have to learn to forgive yourself. One of the biggest problems that people walk around in this entire life is, uh, to forgive yourself and it took me a long time to forgive myself over some stuff that uh, occurred in my childhood um, uh, growing up in my household so that's that's all I, I'm trying to tell you you'll you'll be fine and I hope I wasn't too long-winded on that not at all man great advice give it up to dr. Dean Doc, nice this is dude, Morgan Freeman I was really depressed one time um, I've suffered with depression most Dude, of my life. T- oh, you did, huh? Oh, right. I, I, I don't have any problem talking well, about I, it. Well, I wouldn't say I was really dep- I'm not like that. I wasn't to that level. But oh, I remember yeah. I was, um, I was the, I, I lost this radio contest and, uh, I was supposed to, like, who was the only guy that was on the cover of I Time knew it. and Newsweek? I knew that's what you were going to do, man. And some asshole some driving asshole over the bridge. And said, Springsteen. <laughs> I'm joking, you know. But- and that's a guy you should be listening to, Sean, by the way. Nobody can uh, can che- can put get your head together more than Bruce Springsteen songs. If your if your head's a little messed up right now, <laughs> it's the truth, man. You, you know what's funny, my buddy. Uh, I think uh, shout out to Rams. Rams. Oh, Rams is a fan of Rams. My, Rams he, is, he loves when you're on. He yeah. loves when you're on. And uh, he um, and uh, Rams. Thanks for getting me that patient, by the way. Oh yeah, but guys, didn't listen. that guy come in? Yeah, yeah. He came in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doctor Dean, if you yeah, guys are so, if you guys yeah. are in some, you want you want to meet Doctor Dean not at a comedy show, but if you want to get some private uh, chiropractor, I'm a chiropractor. He's a chiropractor, yeah. licensed chiropractor, the real deal. State of California. That's right, and uh, um, great Yelp reviews. Yeah, if you're I'm ever in, North in the, Hollywood, if you're ever yeah. in Los Angeles, make a trip out, go to North Hollywood, and he's got a yeah, yeah. yeah but but what I was saying is yeah. Rems. Uh, some guy comes in and I go, how'd you hear about me? And he goes, on a podcast. And I That's go, excuse awesome. me? Really? I go, what? And he goes, yeah, on a podcast. You, you, you work on a podcast with this guy every once in a while. And his fa- one of his fans or relatives, what, I don't even know what the deal was, is... Uh, told me that there's a guy who's a chiropractor and I was like oh my god that's so crazy and I and then you called me a couple yep. days later and said oh by the way somebody's probably going to be calling you or something. I said oh yeah I'm sorry Darren I should have told you that guy came in but uh, that's funny but go ahead go that's ahead that's funny well I was going to tell you when the, the, on the opposite end you got to watch out when you are a little bit depressed or especially when you're heartbroken certain musical genres or just songs can like put you in a place where you're like open up that wound man you know yeah you know, Springsteen ha- has been with me uh, for for the journey for uh, for the last forty years. So that I bring him up because we're going back to the days of Sony Walkman, and yeah. where there was no such thing as you know putting <laughs> seven hundred songs. I got to tell you a funny go ahead, story go ahead. today. I thought of this. I heard. I you know I listen to uh, when I'm on the road. I always it's great because I got my my Bluetooth speaker and I put on like either YouTube and I just you know I. I have a great time in the hotel room, just like music's playing and getting ready for the show and going over my stuff and doing a little shadow boxing or whatever I'm doing. And uh, I heard a song in a new way today. You know how you can hear songs mm-hmm. from a new perspective depending on where you're at in your life? Yep. And uh, it's a great song. It's uh, Bruce Springsteen. It's called, I think it's called Fire. Oh, yeah. Remember Robin Williams did a parody of it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Elmer yeah. Fudd. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. Um, I'm on fire. Fire. Do, 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 do. 
But I was thinking now with like how everyone is getting so like offended at everything. Like he's got to be careful that someone doesn't go back and try to be like, you know what I mean? Like because the lyrics of that song in the song he goes, "I'm driving in my car." car. Well, do it as don't do it as no, Bruce. I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But, but he goes, he goes, "I'm driving in my car, car. right? I turn on the radio yep. and listen. Here's where it gets where they could get offended, right?" I pull you a little close. Sing it. How's it go? I'm pulling you close. You just say no. See right there. You say you don't like it. Uh-oh. But you know, but I know you're a liar. Because when we kiss fire. See, I was thinking so right. So basically... <laughs> She's saying, no, get your hands off of me, yep. you slimy piece of shit. And he's like pulling her in. Come on, you know you like it. Come on, baby. When we kiss, it's fire. When I stick my tongue down <laughs> your throat, you might think differently. But no, I was thinking. Ahoy, matey. You could almost do a. You could, <laughs> I am a raper. Yeah. I am a, but you no, could, you're right. You could almost do a joke right there like, but when we kiss. Right. And then right there, boom, I get fired. Felony. No, I get fired. <laughs> I get fired. Right, 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 right. All right, I'm fired, folks. There's uh, a few songs, actually. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up because <clears throat> there are a couple of songs that I, and I, and I will take note of them and, I'll, and, I, and when it happens next time. But I've actually heard quite a few Springsteen songs in which really? there are... The, witch Hunt, Witch Hunt. No, no, I love Bruce. I'm I love Bruce. I, I and, and, say- I, and I know nothing was meant by it, I, it when he wrote it. But, you know, you're talking about songs that are written in the 70s. But, um, but I have heard things that I've actually laughed and go, oh, my God, man. You know, he'd never be able to get away with that lyric, you know, now. But um, no, no, no. To me, there's nobody that, you know, can touch Springsteen. So. I'm joking because I, I love that song. Yeah. In fact, it was, it's kind of romantic, you know, like when, what, what he's saying, and really. The Pointer, I mean, the Pointer it, Sisters did it. Yeah, if I know. I'm, yeah, it's like, everybody's it's like, it's like a flirtatious yeah. type of thing. It's a very like, sexy given, song, man. Yeah. There's like a... The, the version that I saw on YouTube had like 1.7 million and they were like rare footage or rare unseen, whatever. you It's out there, but... No, I only have phenomenal things to say about Bruce Springsteen. But it's just funny how sometimes people will go like on a witch hunt or try to yeah, find yeah, something yeah. and like... Because, yeah. you know, it's like the whole, you know, oh, come on, you know. To me, guys like Springsteen is sort of off limits, man, because uh, he has such a... Uh, he has such... He has garnered such a respect from the just about every community man and very few people ever have a bad word to say about you know Springsteen you'll get people who are Republicans on the right side on on the right that will say well he supported Obama blah 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 and they don't like but whatever but for the most part i mean Bruce is uh Bruce is just a patriotic guy and a great and a great great person i love Bruce man i like uh so here's another song Uh-oh. that i found a uh, different different artist it's uh let me find that one part. Uh, Bill Biv DeVoe. Uh, here we go. There's a song called Do Me Baby. Have you ever heard of uh, no. Do Me Baby? Or Bill Biv DeVoe. It came out in the early 90s. And uh, there were, and so there's a lyric in here. It says, it's called Do Me Baby by Bill Biv DeVoe. And the lyric, that, <laughs> it says, backstage, underage, adolescent. Yeah. How you doing? Fine, she replied. I sighed. I like to do the wild thing. Action took place. Kind of wet. Don't forget. And then they spell out their name. The J, the I, the M, the M, the Y. That's a Jimmy. Why? I need a body bag. Do me, baby. Yeah, some of the lyrics, man, that people got away with. That was back when they called condoms 
um, body bags and body Jimmy bag. hats. Oh, okay. Did you ever get into that or not? Like that phrase? Probably not. You weren't into. Not, you weren't into like that kind of music though in the '90s, were you? No, no, no. no. I, I'm still, you know, I, I'm a, I'm still a classic rock guy, man. I'm still. What were you listening to in the in the '90s? Oh, hold, hold on a second. Wait, uh, William, what's that? Have a good night. Oh, you're leaving? Yeah, just make sure the door closes behind you. You're good. Okay, awesome. There's still people here, so the lights will get shut off when they're done in a couple hours. Oh, perfect, William. Thanks, man. How is everything? Good. Good. Yeah. Cool. Oh, cool. We'll see you later. Take care, William. We're here recording. Be good, brother. Flappers. That was the manager, William. Great guy. Great. One of the best. Fantastic guy. One of the best. If you guys are ever in Burbank, come to Flappers and check out the club here. It's great. Good meals. Yeah. Good crowd. Good shows. No, William's a great guy, man. He's a super, super cool guy. But yeah, so in the 90s, you weren't into like... Nah, I was always... In the 90s, that puts me at 36 years of age. So I was still listening to... uh, to you know Bruce and the Stones and the Who and and uh, uh, the band and and Grateful Dead and what's the uh, band the band oh my God you've yeah. got to oh, I got to get you into the band folks you got to comment I probably him. know their songs I probably uh, know, I pulled into Nazareth oh yeah yeah, yeah was yeah. feeling about a half past dead and just need a place where I can lay my head. Sorry about that. Ooh, Dr. Dean doing some karaoke on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> That's uh, it's inter- interesting. Yeah, you, ballsy move to call the band. It's a ballsy move to name your group the band. Yeah. You know, like they were phenomenal, man. The Allman Brothers, Leonard Skin, Leonard Skinner. I wonder if the band. See, the, nowadays when you name your group, I feel like you would name it sort of thinking about social media. You know what I mean? Because to call yourself the band and be really hard to find you, I guess, or even get a name. You know, like. The band on Twitter, the band on Instagram. Right, I mean, right, don't right. you think like? Yeah, no, these guys were no, I, I, they, they were phenomenal, man. You should really start listening to their music. They've, they're phenomenal. That was the, that's the documentary, and you should watch the documentary, man. It's like a three and a half, four hour documentary called The Last Waltz. Very famous movie, man, by Marty Scorsese. He's the director, and it's the last. It's their last concert as a, as a, as a band collectively. It's phenomenal. It's just about a three and a half hour documentary, and I'm still trying to get you to watch the hour and seventeen minute documentary of uh, Born to Run, the I making know. of Born to Run. I got it in my queue. You got to watch that. I'm ready. Man. You got to get watch that. I just don't have a lot of time to like to do that. You know what I mean? Like I, I just but don't think about the inspiration that you. But I know. I got. I know. I know. I got. I am watching no, but listen, that. It's it going it's gonna carry you. It's going to be a triple back pay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. You're, you're going you're to invest that hour and seventeen. A, I know. Whenever I find <laughs> time to, do, either I'm either like working on stuff or or just just, just like let me just chill and not do anything. I know. I you know. know it's like, I know. But you're, I, you're a busy guy, Darren. And I just never made it the habit of like some guys love to like sit down and watch movie after movie no. or documentary. I just I can't do it, man. Like even football, like I was like, and I know the Rams are seven and zero, and I'm like, yes, I'm a Rams fan now. But it's like, you know, I find myself like DVRing these games and fast forwarding and oh, yeah, just, yeah. and then I just I can't. But you you actually take pleasure in like sitting on the couch and enjoying like a nice. Game. No, I'm definitely not a couch potato. That's not my uh, not that's not my thing. Um, I mean, I you know I sort of work my ass off too. Yeah. But um, but I mean, you have the you like. I to can definitely, watch. I can definitely, I, I I like to watch my shows that I'm that I got yeah. hooked on. If I'm hooked on a show, yeah, I will definitely. Uh, uh, and it's not lying down. It's um, it, it's I'm cooking in the kitchen, and I swivel my my 
big my big screen television facing the kitchen so that I can watch as I'm as I'm chopping vegetables or doing something. But uh, no, I am I am definitely a viewer. I like to watch stuff. Um, uh, you know, I also uh, have my own. I have other interests as well. It's not just sitting there and uh, <laughs> and watching television. But uh, you know, what am I, Peter Sellers, and being there? <laughs> I, I, like, see, I don't get it, man. I don't. Oh, go, you don't get that reference. I don't get that reference. You got to watch that. Peter Sellers won the Academy Award for that movie, man. That's um, that's a classic film. I think nineteen. I want to say eighty one, eighty two, or something. It might be being there. He uh, plays Chauncey Gardner for those people out there, and he's a little. Well, he's probably what we would call now, probably autistic or something. They would probably have called him autistic or Asperger's back uh, uh, now, and um, and you know he the, there's very little. There's not that much dialogue in this movie, but he wins the award for it for being there, and um, you know. So they said he, they said something to him, and he goes, "I like." to watch that's like the famous line in the movie they ask him how he became it, you have to watch the movie it's so it's so odd but yet it, you know it, it it was a humongous role for him you know because he was you know only known as Inspector Clouseau you know uh, Chief Chief Inspector Clouseau was that from the Pink Panther yeah I am Chief Inspector Clouseau. What a bunch of movies those were. See, I, th those were great days. Going, you're probably a little young. You're seven years younger than me, I think. Yeah. So, you know, I, I used to go to the movies, and that's... that's. I the, love a good the, movie, though. I the, do love a good movie. A Pink good movie that Panther. really takes you out of it, and you're like... The Pink yeah. Panther. I, one of the greatest lines in The Pink Panther, he's walking, he's strolling along, and he sees a guy on the street... Uh, with a cup, and I guess the guy's playing uh, fiddle or whatever the hell he's playing. And he goes, and he sees the dog, and he goes, does your dog bite? And he, the guy stops playing, and he goes, no, he does not. Everything's in, in Paris. Everything's yeah. take. And he goes to pet the dog, and the dog just tears at him, man, just, just starts <laughs> engulfing his hand. And he goes, I thought you said your dog does not bite. He goes, that is not my dog. <laughs> it's such a great... <laughs> the, those, That's that hilarious. Was, that was such a funny... Um, uh, uh, what's the word? Um... Comedy? No, no. <laughs> the way I said that, no, no, Darren, not that. No, that was such a funny um, enterprise of movies. Like, what do they call it when trilogy? When, uh, trilogy. Uh, yeah. That was such a um, genre. Genre. Yeah. Uh, this is like I'll take I'll take genre for two hundred. Yeah. No, that was such a, an amazing genre. They, that's something. Are you, are you a Pink Panther guy? Are you? I remember the cartoon when I was a kid. Oh, I love the cartoon. You know what's funny is that that, that it still holds up. My uh, oh, that yeah. that song really. When, whenever my son is like playing the piano, yeah, it's hilarious because he'll sneak out of his room. Like we're like Austin, go to your room and do your homework. And then if, when he finishes or whatever, then he comes. He acts like he's like sneaking around the house, like yeah. tiptoeing, and it always makes us laugh when he like puts on a costume Panther, and he tiptoes, and then he goes up to the piano and he's like. It's great stuff, man. It's great, and Peter Sellers was brilliant. I think it was Henry Henry Mancini, right? That did Henry Mancini is the composer, is the, uh, the musician, and um, but that that those were great, great films, man. I mean, just just absolute slapsticky humor, but but funny, funny stuff. Those were good times, man. And um, I forgot how we got off on the tangent of P Peter Sellers. So, um, 
songs, lyrics, things that meant something that now now you take it. I mean, you know what? There was a, there was a uh, oh wow, is it Jambalaya? The Hank Williams song, the Hank Williams song, the original. Yeah. Oh my! Oh, how much jambalaya? Right. Down the bio. Right. There's a lyric in there where it says something about. Oh, be gay, oh, because back then it was I mean, that meant happy, but now right. today it's like it means something totally different. Right? Like, it's interesting how things now it means sad. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> it's weird how things take on a different meaning. You know, like <laughs> my buddy just tried to do a bunch of colleges. He did a showcase, and uh, he said they, uh, they he got banned. They said that he was misogynistic because he would do. Are you serious? Yeah, because his act compared to like what the kids are going through now like they're they're almost like not ready to laugh they just want to find something wrong well you know jerry seinfeld won't play colleges anymore jerry jerry won't play not that he needs the money he's playing the you know the nice arena uh uh, nice theaters the 3500 to 5000 seaters but um no he won't he won't go on a college because uh it's become ridiculous they sit there with a scorecard yeah he did some joke about my buddy did some joke uh, about his girlfriend has a nice booty they said that was misogynistic oh my god he did something he goes he said, like he he was in his Toyota and or, or and and these girls they go, are you an Uber? And he goes, I know it sounds super creepy, but I was but I was Uber horny, so I was like, uh, you know what? Tonight I will be your Uber. Wow. And they said that sounded kind of rapey, oh my and it's God, just like so he man. he got banned. He not only did he not get the gigs, they were offended, and I'm like, wow, dude, you gotta, we have we have become you know, a very very uh, uh, an interesting. We we become a group of pussies, man. We really are, man. I hate to say it, and, yeah. I, and I know that's the derogatory term. Of course, you got to can't even <laughs> yeah. say that term. Yeah. But no, we really have. I, it, you know, it's like lighten up, folks, man. Lighten up. Not everything is uh, is meant to hurt. Yeah. You know, it, it's some things that just uh, are just meant to. <laughs> By the way, the building's making a weird right, noise right the, now. For those of you that are hearing this, the uh, we are. I think we're being in, are invaded by aliens. On the on the wow. roof. I wonder if the sound um, picks that up. happens quite a bit actually, and it happens when people, when comics are on stage. Uh, I think it's something to do with the air conditioning. But um, do you hear it? Is it affecting? No, it's fine. Oh, okay. I, I hear it, but it's. But no, it, it, come on, it man! It sounds like I, a bunch of goblins up there. I just watched Bill Maher's 25th anniversary special on Friday Friday night, and he, he you know, everything he was saying. About political correctness, it's such it's it's such bullshit. I mean, you have to. They sit there now in comedy clubs with a scorecard, like like you're at a baseball game. <laughs> you know, all you need is like a little golf pencil. Yeah. And they sit there and go, well, you know, he body shamed. He yeah. body shamed on one joke. I know. Uh, I even thought about that with that joke I said about the, uh, yeah. the birds eat bread. They're still they're skinny. The yeah. cows eat. They'll, they'll, somebody out there will will give you a hard time that you you shouldn't, uh, that, you shouldn't have said that about birds. Birds can't pick and choose what they eat. <laughs> they're, said, fed, they're fed those crumbs. <laughs> I know. I just you know what? Just, those breadcrumbs are fed to them. I know. Think about Hansel and Gretel. They used to leave b- breadcrumbs right to get back to their home. Right to get back. So I, it's just that was offensive. That's, that's offensive. We're feeding birds bread. Yeah. And cows? How dare you talk that way? That cows are fat. Well, they are though. <laughs> but but still, there Your might be a cow be... out there that doesn't feel right about the way it looks. <laughs> so it's it's becoming it's absolutely ridiculous. But we have. Become, I will say, as a redhead, one time I did watch a comedian, and he did this whole bit about redheads, like making fun of them. And I was actually, I'm not gonna say I was offended, but I just didn't feel good about it. He was like, I don't. I, he, I mean, he went deep on it. He was like, the redheads with their 
their their eyelashes are blonde. It's just creepy as hell. They got freckles on their face. I mean, he was saying some. I was like, God, it's, he's describing me to a T. Like, it was like <laughs> the way they're sunburned. They're not human. I mean, he was going like kind of. They're not human. I know. He was like, it was kind of. I was like. You know what I mean? Like That's I was funny. I was just like, oh, I just didn't want to hear it though. So I didn't. That's you know, funny, man. But I didn't want to like write a letter or nothing. It's, no, I was, like, it's. I don't know, man. I just. It, I, it, it did hurt my feelings a little bit. I was like, but I mean, I'm a grown man. But I was still like, right. it's weird to like. I'm just saying, like, to be in the wings, you know, and like having a person on stage saying, and right. everyone's laughing and roaring, ah, right. ha, ha, ha. Right. yeah, they have no eyelashes, no eyebrows, they right. they burn easy, they're. What do you say? There, there's a reason. There's two percent of them. They should be extinct. I mean, he was going. Deep. Oh my god! He was like saying how like the, you know like because some sperm banks don't want uh, or maybe it was just one. It made the news a while ago. Yeah, yeah. The one they don't, right, right. From red, and I was just like, he was just going like point by point, and I'm thinking, you thinking to yourself, I don't know if I'm supposed to be alive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, and for that case, I took it extra personal because I'm like, motherfucker, I'm next. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, you had to go on yeah, next. Yeah. Oh, then but I you, was the headliner. Right, but you must have. Destroyed by with some opening line. I, I don't think I even addressed it. I was, I was just, just say, like, folks, I'm sorry I was late. I was busy busy donating sperm. Donating <laughs> sperm. You know how far hard it is to get a bank to take this? Right. At midnight. <laughs> at midnight. Yeah. But that's oh, the only that's... time I can go out because I get sunburned during the day. Right, right. Just keep going. The man. last thing I want to see is a guy with a uh, ginger with a boner. <laughs> oh, t- oh, man. You, you, you could have rode that wave. So... You know what's kind of cool, though, in a weird way? Like now, like. I shave my head. People don't even know. I'm no, a I have no. I would not even have known. I kind of don't even bring it up now. It's like I think yeah. I, it's kind of weird, guys. Listen, yeah. for, if you are a redhead, God bless you, and I yeah. love being a redhead. But I will say this: it's if you ever want to be not a redhead anymore, shave your head, and all of a sudden you kind of see like people kind of react different to you now. They're like they don't really think you're. I don't know. It's weird. They definitely have people have strong emotions about red hair it's, on, it's, on a man. It, it is. Yeah, it is interesting. It, it, Some I, people do. Yeah. You know. It is an interesting. Uh, like women, is it really two percent, two out of a hundred? That's what born? I read, or something, two to three percent. But wow. like women, before I think they, 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 there's a certain thing with redheads, like they're nerds or they're geeks or they're. It's mostly negative, I would say. You know, more comical, like as far as sexual. When you were a male dancer, were there any male redhead dancers? No, there was never. Exactly, because uh, we don't get tan, so right away that's kind oh, of right, out of right, the game, right, you know. Right. Right, I mean, right. That's true. It's like you know, that's, being that's, tan is a big part of being a stripper, right? Like, do, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Do you like going to the beach, or, or you have no affinity for it? Mm, I like, I. You know what's funny? I I don't really, you know, especially just to lay around on a towel. Like, there's no reason for it. It's like, oh, I love laying in the sun. Man. I mean, it does feel good though. I, I when I was a kid, I would. I did. Right. I, I have done it. I don't go like, high sun. I like the sun at like four oh. o'clock in the afternoon. That's when I go to Malibu Beach. It's like three thirty, four o'clock. I don't go. I, I don't. Have, I talk to the guys that are next to me at the beach. Yeah. Because I have like a group of beach bum friends that keep an eye on my stuff. While because I, I I bring the weights. I bring my two ten pound dumbbells to the to the beach, and I walk on the shoreline for about two and a half to three miles with ten pound weights. You know, and it's great because I get my back sun uh, suntan. I get my front facing when i go one yeah. direction and then when i go ha- hit the halfway point and turn back i get it both ways so it's it's much better than sitting on a chair yes so i'm getting a workout and i have these beach bunch beach bum hippie friends of mine that um are total you know they're as uh, dark as this color of the table from laying in the sun for 40 years and they keep an eye on my stuff and 
when I say to them, like, what time do you guys get here? And it's like now five o'clock in the afternoon. They go, uh, quarter to 10. Wow. And I go, you've been sitting out here for seven hours, 15 minutes, you know, and they, they just love it, man. So there are definitely some people, uh, you know, I, I'm a beach lover. I, I, I like Malibu beach, man. But, um, I like I, when, yeah, when I'm in the sun like that, like, like the beach, I would, I definitely like, put the, but you, you know, burn, mixed, huh? I put that. That beekeeper's hat on, and yeah, put yeah, the yeah. whole, you know. But you definitely burn, huh? Yeah. And your son's not uh, redhead. No, he gets he's darker hair, and, and he also gets a little bit of a tan. Okay, yeah, so he's good. He's you good definitely go. can't get a tan. You it not will, really? I mean, this, look at my left arm. This is as tan as I get. Okay, you know. All right, but um, I remember as a kid, like yeah, I, I do like. I remember like putting you know laying out in the sun in the backyard, putting the radio on. I love those memories. But then I also remember getting burnt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. had. I know what it's like to get sunburned. It's it. That's it's fucking. It's weird it's though. Really like let me just tell you real quick. As a redhead before. They were like, you know, they thought I looked like Bozo or Richie Cunningham or Opie Taylor, like all these people that you know, you know, wow. no ladies were really attracted to those people. But since I shaved the head and you start doing a few push-ups, I've gotten Bruce Willis and Vin Diesel. Yeah, 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 man. You know, it's no, wild. Yeah, you do. You look, you look great, man. I, I you know, some people yeah. can work the bald, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the number one, whatever you want to call that blade. Yes. But, you know, some people can. I, I don't think you could do it, man. If you ever wanted to do it, you could probably do it. I, I, I think I'm on the other end of the spectrum where I have enough hair to get the transplants. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. we ever discussed the trans? Yeah, I think we've discussed transplants. On, it's on- funny. Can I just tell you something? It's funny. When you're, when you're a, a guy who shaves his head, you want other people to be bald too. Right, 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 right. You just do. Right. So like, I'm, I'm like, come on, Dean, just shave it. <laughs> I, I but then, definitely. But then if, yeah, I get it. Though. I, I still have enough hair where, like, my brother is, my brother is completely bald now. Okay, and he went your way. In other words, he went down to a, yeah. a one, whatever you want to call that. Uh, uh, I actually FD, take the. I take it's the not guard, even. I take the guard off. I take the guard off okay. the electric razor and just shave okay. it. I do it every two to three days. Okay. Yeah. So my brother has finally given in and said, "Screw this already with the, you know, the three on the side and right. the." Not. He said, "Enough is enough," and he did it, and he looked fantastic with it but um i have said to my brother on telephone calls when we talk about possible transplants and with you know advice and stuff that yeah. i feel like i'm you know, i'm going to be doing um i've said to him hey man i just want to let you know if i was you and and only had um 21 percent of my hair okay because that's the guy who ends up, you know, buzzing the head because he goes, what? I look ridiculous. Let me get rid of this 21%. Enough is enough already. Yeah. Okay. But I have about 77 to 81, 82% of my hair. Okay. I mean, seriously, look, look at me. I mean, would you agree or? Yeah. Let me see. L- Long pause. This <laughs> is wait, wait. Morgan look, look down, look, <laughs> look, look, look down even more. Look down even more. Yeah. I've got about seventy seven. I, I probably had that same because I because seriously, you I don't know. Think maybe you not, have though. the same amount as me. I don't me? know. Let's have a hair contest. Why don't you, look, why don't, why don't you grow it I, out I, for like I, a year? I had that hair on <laughs> a year. A year. <laughs> this is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you had that. I don't know. Like, but you, see, but then again. My wife used to make this joke, which is true. Like I used to use the Rogaine. Yeah, and she's like, "What are you doing, trying to save red hair?" Right, right. And, and, but your so hair's dark, so you kind of my have hair's the, dark. Your, yours is better hair. Yeah, it's better. Right. You know, That's correct, man. Yeah. And so I, t- I have had this. Let me tell you something. If I had my brother's 
Jenna, here's what happened. Yeah. My brother got my father, my mother's father. Now you know the bald gene is on your your mother's your father. Dad. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So I got my father's hair, my father, and my brother got my grandfather's wouldn't, hair. You wouldn't, my you, grandfather was a cue ball. You wouldn't also get your mom's dad's hair. No, I got the hybrid. I got a blend because oh. I'm looking at the results. My grandfather was mm. a cue ball. Okay, total Q. Yeah. All right. And my brother's a cue ball. Okay. I am not a cue ball. I mean, come on, let's be honest. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay. I mean, I went to see. The, you, so you're thinking about getting the hair transplant? Yes. I went to see him. And you know the joke that we have that. Well, tell uh, the people. Tell the people. Okay. First time listeners. So uh, yeah. I, 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 I have been contemplating hair, hair transplants now for the last 10 years. And I have to be honest with you. I'm glad that it's, it's been a contemplation thing because. It's getting better each year, right? Bingo. You just said the magic words because the operation that I was supposed to get, the surgical operation that I was supposed to get three. Three and a half years ago was the one in which they slit the back of your scalp from ear to ear, eight inches, okay? Yeah. And they pull out the scalp and they extract all that hair on that strip. And, and then they take the two pieces that are, you know, now blood, you know, bleeding, and then they, they give you a, a they, they sew that up. And so you're getting almost like a, like a, a facelift. A, a facelift, okay? So what happened was, the technique now, and I just went to see the guy, Dr. Zeering, for those people who are interested, on Sunset Boulevard and 9200 Sunset, and he's pretty much the world-renowned guy, and he, we're lucky because he's, he, may, he was smart enough to come to how Hollywood. Do, how do people find him one more time? What's his name? Dr. Zeering, Z-I-E-R-I-N-G, Zeering Medical Hair Transplants, whatever, and 9200 Sunset Boulevard, West Hollywood. And he's the guy, and I don't care how many times Matthew McConaughey denies this. Matthew, you can reach out to us if you ever hear this or anybody hears this that's friendly with him. Matthew has denied this on every single show he's ever been on about having hair. But, but I know that this is the guy that fixed Matthew McConaughey's hair. Just so we know, this is just your opinion. Um yeah, yeah, it's a it's a pretty strong opinion, and it's sort of backed by a little bit of uh, a little bit of some people I know. Okay, because uh, if you look at Matthew McConaughey years ago, Matthew McConaughey was losing his hair. If you look at the old films that he was in, now he has the craziest full head of hair on the planet, and um, so. I, I sort of know through the grapevine kind of thing that, yeah. that, that there's been some work done. And, um, and that's great. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Women go every single day to get their breasts done. Okay. Why is a guy, why is it, why is it, here's the thing. What's the taboo about guys don't want to let anybody ever know that they had hair work done? That you were just that you weren't born with this know, lion's so head of stupid, hair, right? Who gives a shit? Yeah, girls are going out and getting 450, 500 cc's of silicone in their breast. They 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 can't even they can't even turn the steering wheel of their car anymore sometimes because they're they're so big. That's crazy. Okay, and if you're one of these girls, send some photos in. <laughs> <laughs> So no tag, no tag uh, Doctor Dean what, on Instagram. What I'm saying is is that it's okay for girls to do this. It's yeah. okay for girls to get Botox. It's okay for girls to reverse the clock on them and to and to make themselves look good and to get whatever breast implants, calf implants, whatever girls do, ladies. By the do. way, guys, it's the stupidest. I can't even stupidest imagine thing. Guys calf getting implants. calf implants. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's dumb. Absolutely ridiculous. Like have anybody ever looked at a guy? I mean. 
absolutely. I, I have do. good calves, so maybe I feel that way. You know, yeah. So do you? It's like we, we're because we, you know, we do a lot of stairs. Right, we, we do, do the hills, and, right, right, I just, right. But I've also just been blessed with good calves. I don't yeah. know if it's because I was riding bi- bicycles since I was a kid, and whatever. Like, really, but whatever, though, I've never felt like my calves are natural. Right. It's like you just do some leg work. Exactly. So you know? getting back to the hair, but no girls are ever like, I like his calves. Right. Hairs. <laughs> no, but so but the hair, it's, yeah, the it's hair, a taboo. Yeah. Guys don't ever want to explain. Let me tell you something, man. I, I always take the reverse psychology. I, if I if I do hair transplants, I'm going to put it live on Instagram. I'm going to run it live because I I I because what happens mm-hmm. is when you don't call attention to it, everybody looks at you and looks at your yeah. They look at your as they look in you in your eyes. They're looking up over at your forehead and going, "This guy's had some work done." Okay, it's you know. So I don't really see what's so bad about it, but I do get a kick. I went to get the consultation. I don't know if we spoke about this on the last on a, a last podcast. I don't think we did actually. I think we spoke about it in the street. I think we did a video. Yeah. yeah. And guy and, and follow so, me on Instagram, official Darren Carter to see all the Insta stories. Correct. I do with Dr. That's pretty funny stuff. We funny have. stuff. And I'm saving some of them. And I think what I need to do is do a compilation on YouTube. Yeah, it's good stuff. We have some good stuff, you and I. But so I went to see this guy and he told me what he can do for it was like $15,000. It was a little, you know, it's a little expensive, a little expensive. But he said, I can get you a basically a full head of hair. Uh, and I told him, I don't want to look like I'm in high school. I don't want to have, I want to look like a man who is receding with a full head of hair. Okay. Receding line with a full yeah. head of hair. So he said, I can do that. Blah, 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 blah. So, <laughs> well, what's the high school? Like where they bring the, the yeah, the, when your hair, it's you know, too weird. Where it looks, well, according to the, yeah. the theory, according to Da Vinci, you know, yeah. and all his measurements of the human body, your hair is supposed to be four fingers Four fingers from pinky to index above the brow, right the bump right here, the front. Everyone do that right now as you're listening. Take, okay, this is your where pink- your hairline is supposed to be. So what your pinky is right wait, do, there. Do, do your pinky again. Take your pinky to the brow of your, your eyebrow, the top of your eyebrow where that bone sticks out. Yeah. Okay, the frontal bone. And that's where your hairline should be, the fourth finger up, which is the- Oh, that in- is. That's where I feel the stubble. Yeah, that's where your index finger. I'm normal That's according then. to Da Vinci. Just yeah. like your foot yeah. is the length of your elbow to your to yeah. your wrist. Do it again. Do it again. Okay. Do, do, let me so see. here's where he wants my hair to be, and I told him I don't like that idea. This is too high. Yeah, you have a high forehead. That's too high, you man. Have- I want to have it down. I want to put the hair here, not here. This is too low, man. If we go low like yeah. this, I'm going to look like I'm 11 years old. <laughs> Okay, so I told him I want to look like a 54-year-old man that has had hair trans and not had... (laughs) Pull the mic mic down when you laugh. Oh, really? Yeah. That has had... (laughs) I want to look like a man that has had hair transplants. (laughs) (laughs) Pull the mic down when you laugh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you laugh, just pull the mic. That's just way too funny. Can you imagine a guy walking... Imagine if you were 26. Give me the hair transplant look. I want to look like a 54-year-old man. Who's had has had hair work, hair so. transplants? <laughs> yeah. That's, That's very funny. And um, so you can I, pull, yeah, pull it up just when you laugh. So I you told the guy, 
I said, I, you know, I don't want it to be too low on my forehead. Then it, it just, <laughs> what, if, what if other people do that? I want to look like a 62-year-old woman who's had breast implants. Right, 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 right. right. Hey, we can do that, man. We, yeah. can, we can definitely. We'll just take these balloons. <laughs> I don't like, you're right, when I used to see people with like like hair pieces, that was like. That's the most ridiculous thing yeah. is the hair piece. And the weave, because then you're constantly like, right. you're looking like, what's well, going on? Well, the weave, on? you got to constantly it, service. Yeah. And then they, they do the bangs and shit. You know? Right. So I said, you know something? I'll get it done. But the fun part about this is what happens is he quotes me the 15,000 and what they've been doing now ever since I met him uh, and he's trust me this guy is not hurting for business yeah this guy is is doing very well he's got offices in London South Beach Miami he, he's a heavy hitter heavy heavy hitter and he even said to me he goes he goes Dean I you know I like you man you're also a doctor so I'm cutting you a break this is a twenty thousand twenty two thousand dollar job he goes I'm giving it to you for fifteen so I said all right whatever blah 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 so um what they've been doing is apparently on slow days they call me and they'll say to me hey Dean it's uh Larry from uh, Zering Medical hey Larry what's happening how you doing buddy uh, listen uh, w- 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 can-, can you get down here in like the next two and a half two hours or something like that well, why what's that well we uh, we can cut you down to ten thousand five hundred if you get down here right now I go Wait a second. I'm I'm on. You're talking full surgery right now. I said it's an eight-hour surgery. He goes. I, I'm I'm online at Whole Foods right now, and you want me to do surgery? And 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 <laughs> they're just calling me up just to do to come. If you come down now, we'll take forty-five hundred off. I go. Come down now. It's it's two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm 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 waiting online for coho salmon. Are you? Have you? Um, have you gone down there at all and taken up one hair transplant yet, or no? No, they don't do it that way. No, no, you you got to go there about. So se- once it starts, you got. Oh get- no, it's seven o'clock in the morning. So like, come down and like. It's seven in the morning, and um, and it's an eight hour. It's an eight hour process. So when they say come down now, we'll knock off a couple grand. Right. Like, it it's usually like nine in the morning when he calls. If can you get here by like ten uh, thirty, and that means they'll stay in the office till about eight o'clock at night. Wow, and and how many times would you have to do that? It's one time. What really? Yeah, you do the treatment all one in time. one day. Yeah. Now here's the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. It can become. It can become as who's the sports announcer? Buck Jim Buck. Uh, um. Yeah, Buck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always see him one, trending he's on the the one, Twitter. <laughs> he's Buck the one. Something. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Yeah. Joe Buck is the one that got addicted to hair transplants. He did a whole he, whole story about it. You know, he got addicted. He couldn't stop going. How do you get addicted to that? He fell in love with every time the treatment was done. Oh my God! Let me, let me go one step further. Let's get more. More. Let's hair. get more. Let's, yeah. I want to look. Wow. And he got addicted to it. But I'll he have to look very, him up. I'll but he, but he up. had something very strange happen to him. You see, when I'm going to get it done, I'm going to have what's known as a local anesthetic. They're going to just numb the head. Mm-hmm. They put him to sleep. Wow. And in putting him to sleep, he had a bad reaction Uh-oh. to the anesthesia and it paralyzed and, and, and almost destroyed his vocal cords. So he couldn't talk for a few, for like two and a half uh, months or something. He but couldn't he's like, speak. But he's like, I've got one full head of hair that right. I love. <laughs> Don't ever smoke. Yeah. So, Ladies, come run your fingers through my hair. Run your fingers. I started out smoking one cigarette a day. Um, and that's what happened, man. He, uh, so he got addicted to it. I, I, they, claim, they claim that you're going to need two to three operations. And because the theory is that when you 
do it as a young man in your 30s or 40s when most men are dating or they're not married yet or whatever and they give a shit about how they look, blah, blah, blah. I don't really care as much now. I'm 54 years old. I don't really care. But, but I, I would like to take one last shot at Hollywood with film and television. And I think with a full head of hair, a fuller head of hair, I can market myself a little easier. Although most people now are telling me characters are what's in right now. Character yeah. actors are, with, are, are the ones making the money. And you're more of a character actor And now. I'm more of a character and guy And also now. minorities. So I'm thinking you should get some, maybe like some Afro-style hair in the front. What am I, uh, Samuel Jackson in Pulp Fiction? Um, Can you imagine, like, <laughs> if I got an afro? Yeah, yeah. no, just in the front. Put up, hold up a sign, John three fifteen. Yeah. No, just only in the front. You know where you need the transplant. Oh, and then you take a twenty three and me, and then you're like, come on, guys, book me. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm a little so, bit ethnic. So, um, they, you know, uh, uh, they claim you might need two or three operations, but those are for people that are yeah. still going through hair loss. Yeah. I don't really lose hair. So what any- happens, because I know, don't some people get the transplants and then they continue to get bald and so now it looks well, weird? Well, that's, that's, that's the theory. The yeah. theory is that when you're in your 30s, it's a sort of a stupid move to do because, yeah. see, if I do it now, I'm not losing hair on the pillow every morning like I did 22 years ago, gotcha. 20 years ago, 17 years ago, 18 years ago. Um, I don't Sunday, s- Monday. Yesterday, <laughs> 28 hours ago. Right before we hit record. Right on the, right on the chair right now. So <laughs> This guy is bald. This guy is so in denial. I'm shedding. I'm shedding as we speak. Um, if, your head, if your head was a season, it would be autumn. No, you, you folks out there, you can go on Instagram and you can see that, that I, you know, I have a decent... Yes, some of the stuff that Darren shoots of me yeah. definitely makes me look like I'm experiencing early chemotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, I, 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 you know, if you look at me right now, it looks like I have a halfway decent head of hair. No? Yes, I, I, I would, for me personally, if I were to be come hundred percent on, go ahead. You do have good hair. I would cut. I would make your hair shorter. I would go with a shorter hairstyle. Well, yeah, because it makes your your high, your forehead looks kind of high right now. Right, but correct. Not now, but you know what I mean. Sometimes when you poof it up, correct. a little bit. Absolutely, I yeah. agree with you. I yeah. totally agree with you. Um, but you do have the hair though, so it's like you're right. right. It's a tough spot because it's like you could either. That's go, why exactly. You know, That's why I want to opt to shoot to fill it yeah. in, man. And so. At Would 50- you go with the shorter haircut or no? I, I tried it, man. I shot three episodes of a Nick Swarsden show. Uh, Nick hired yeah. me for uh, pretend time, and I played a cop. But you're older now. How, I am older. You know what I, mean? so I think it would be better. Give it a shot. Literally buzz it? No, no, no. You don't have to buzz it, but just... Oh, I've got that. When I go to yeah. Supercuts, no, the, the, I yeah. go uh, Supercuts. <laughs> it's so funny. When first, I get my eighteen dollar haircut, the first time I had you on here, I was like, I was like, he's a wealthy bachelor because you are. You have a lot of free time and got, get extra yeah, money. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Have to, but but, the but I have an apartment that like that that uh, Minnie when Mouse. I, so. when I go to Supercuts. No, but it's true. Supercuts is good, by the way. I have, actually, I like Supercuts. I I I get a good haircut from them. I well, look, the, there was an old joke they said to be like a like I remember a comic was on stage and he picked somebody in the audience. He goes, "Hey, I didn't know Supercuts had a drive-through." Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so um, or or uh, Tim Conway Jr. used to call it. Uh, I go to Super uh, Super Disappointments. Right, right, right. No, the thing I have with Supercuts, Supercuts is the only place where when you cut your ha- when you get your hair cut. You only have to when you go home. You only have to uh, in, uh, spend another hour on it and fixing it up. Fixing it up. I remember when I used to sign in and uh, 
I used to go to Fantastic Sam's. Right. You have to right, sign right. in your name, and your phone goes, number, and they'd ask you, how did you find out about us? And I was like, I don't know. I heard a guy out front complaining. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. He was like, that's fuck good. you and your $8 haircuts. Right, I right, was like, right. $8? Fantastic Sam's. But this is- How more, about Mediocre this Mary's? This is Morgan Freeman. Yeah. So, um, so at 54, I noticed the hair loss is less. So I'm not experiencing as much hair loss. So Because you're running out of hair to lose, buddy. Exactly. No, yeah. no, no, no. No, come on, man. <laughs> I'm joking. I, 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 I got to disagree with you on <laughs> that, this. That is not kind of funny, though, right? If a guy's like, I've noticed that I used to lose a lot of hair. Now I hardly ever lose any because there's hardly any left. No, I, folks, check me out on Instagram. All right, look at my photos. You'll see. I have a decent head of hair. You do. I, you do. I got about 77% of my hair. I've lost Who about Who comes up with this percentage? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, every night I count my hairs. <laughs> I count, That's hilarious. I count my hairs that I have, and then I count the follicles yeah. that I see, Yeah, yeah. and I and I make one do the, the numerator and what one the... Do, and then the yeah, yeah, one the denominator. What would Da Vinci say? <laughs> like, how many fingers? <laughs> <laughs> so I count my hair before I go to bed. So, when you're feeling uh, good, you're like, it's 82% there. When you're feeling not so good, it's 77%. 77. Yeah. Um, no, 77. I, I, that's, Dude, I, I, we could do a Twitter poll. I could literally take a picture of you. That's kind of mean, though. I, I don't want people. I don't like. I feel like now no, the they world's can go too look mean. at me on Instagram. They you could do go, a poll. You could be like, "How bald am I?" And then you could put like on Twitter. You could put like fifty percent, seventy five. No, or you know what I mean. Like do the percentages, and people will actually vote. You know. Oh, I know they will. Are you? I know. If you no, want, I know I'll, I'll pass yeah. on doing that. But they, they can look. Uh, they can look on Instagram and check out my photos and see. I'll pass on doing. Who would put? I'll pass on taking the. I'll take. I'll pass on taking the bold. The bold poll. I know. How bold I am I? I, <laughs> I would never do that too. Like talk about being vulnerable. Like guys, how fat am I? And you just like take my shirt off. It's right, like, right, right. I mean, guys. But, I mean. Yeah, but no. So uh, what happened? So what happened? I even said that to the doctor he, when he said, "You know, there is a possibility that you might need two, two or three. I said, "No, no, no. I'm one and done." I said, "I'm one and done. I'm doing this one time." I said, "Fill it in. Here's your money. Blah blah blah." Yeah. And uh, and so you know, here's your money. You said you can fill in. You said you can fill in the entire crown, the top, and you can fill in a li- the line here, and um, and that's it. It's it's and and. And if I and if I, they claim <laughs> that's awesome. They claim for every hundred, they claim that for every hundred hairs you put in, you're going to get a ninety-two percent f- um, uh, growth. About eight hairs out of the hundred are, are not going to make. I thought you were going to say they claim for every hundred hairs they put in, you're guaranteed to get at least one chick to go on a date with you. Right, right, right. No, for every for every not a hundred hairs that they throw in from the back of your neck. Okay. <laughs> You're guaranteed at least. I was one. gonna get him. I was gonna get him done from my pubes. I was gonna say, "Oh, so t- gross!" <laughs> well, gonna, t- <laughs> then I would look like Pulp Fiction. Oh my god! Then I would look like Samuel Jackson. So, um, but no, that that you know, I don't know if you know that. That's what they're doing now. There's a guy in Redondo who uh, doesn't take it from your head. He now takes it from your chest. From your chest. They're taking chest hair now. But um, I don't know if I <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah, he's taking it from the chest. That's got to be another painful fucking. Uh, thing. Oh yeah, because it's like it's like when they <laughs> it's like the forty-year-old version. Yeah, 
You know, so I thought about. But haven't you ever? I don't know if you've ever. Because I cut my own hair. Like it's yeah. weird. Like the hair when it's on your your head and like you shave it. It's, it's, it's or even when you get a haircut. I remember like looking at it on the floor. It looks like a totally different color almost. Yeah, when, yeah, when yeah. Why is that? Have you noticed that too? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I noticed stuff like that. And I noticed but... my chest hair is a different color than my yeah. hair on my head. Yeah, it's a little bit. And and because I asked him, I asked the guys, I asked Zering, I said, couldn't you theoretically take it from my pubes? And he said, yeah, I could. That's so gross. Why would you well, even bring that up? Because I've heard that that's what they can do. I know, but just because. I thought, I said to him, can't you take it from my legs? I said, can't you take it from my calves? <laughs> no, no, here's, okay. the, here's, here's the joke. Here's Bad, the joke. What's the joke? You're like, doctor, can't you take it from my pubes? And he's like, why would I do that? And you're like, because people say I'm a dickhead. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's, no, well, you know the joke I have about about with my mother. I, I, I have uh, that's a that's a bad segue. You're talking about dicks and pubes, and I go, you know the joke I have about my mother. God. No, yeah. but um, no. So we'll get to that joke in a second. But, but I just tell the joke real quick. The joke is, I do this on stage. Is a I love this joke. I go, you know, my mom is a really really glass half uh, a glass full kind of person. She's really totally optimistic and just always positive, always in a good mood. I said the other night, hi mom, hi mom. The mom loves Darren. She even oh by the way, she sends regards. I told her we were doing this tonight. So. I looked at my mom and that we're, we're getting ready to go out to dinner, the whole family, and I happen to be in the bathroom uh, of their home and it's got the twin sinks, the husband and wife sinks, and I'm, you know, just cleaning up and doing some last minute things with my shirt and stuff and ba ba ba, brushing the teeth, and my mother is doing her makeup and I look at her and I go, Ma, I look in the mirror and I go, Ma, look at me, 54 years old, it's... I'm losing it. It's getting a little thin here now. It's it's starting to get a little thin. And my mom looks at me back in the mirror and she says to me, you are not losing your hair. No one in the Larratt family is going bald. What's happening is your forehead is expanding. <laughs> okay. And then so and yeah. I and I thought to myself with that logic, I said, you know, Ma, with, with that kind of logic, I can't wait till my pubes start to recede. <laughs> I love that joke. Yeah. And that gets great. Something else will be expanding. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it gets great jo- great laughs when I do it. And you can actually see that joke on uh, on my Instagram page, and you'll see the response it got. It got. Um, we, but, uh, yeah. Well, what's up? I want to, I want to, uh, I want to, we're, we're, not that we're running out of time, but I do want to keep this moving. Let's talk about pyramid schemes, pyramid schemes, man. You were telling me a story. I told you a story that you were interested in. You found interesting. interesting. I do have to use a restroom. Do you want to start the story? And I'll, let's uh, take a break. We can take a break, right? Oh, okay. No, no. Can you, you, you can't do that? I don't, uh, can you talk? Do you think you could keep yourself occupied for three minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Is that how long it's going to take me? Most urinations are usually about 20 seconds. What would Da Vinci say about this? Da Vinci would put his fingers up against your penis. Okay, okay. Say, you would measure it, the little creep that he is. Okay, so so start the story start the and I'll story. come back in. Darren was, um, let's not be honest with you folks, he just took off. I'm not a huge fan of this guy. I actually find him to be very condescending. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Darren and I are great friends. Um, uh, Darren, I, I had told Darren this story just stream of consciousness. It was just something I started talking about. I think we were eating it at like Bob's Big Boys or something late at night. And we we're talking about money or something came up. And I said investments and stuff and, and schemes and all this stuff. And I told him that I got taken in 1995. Uh, yeah, 1995, I got taken on a Mont Blanc pen pyramid scheme. 
and I lost $8,000. I gave them $10,000, and here's this was the scam. It was a pyramid thing, so I, so I was told. And uh, what happened was, um, the theory was uh, that a, a good friend of mine, a good friend of mine beat me for the money. I don't speak to him anymore, but a good friend that I grew up with uh, uh, beat me for the money. Um, so uh, he says to me, hey, man, you want to make residual income for the rest of your life? And I said, of course. And at the time, I was in chiropractic school, and I could use any kind of money that I can get uh, while being a student. So he, he says, okay, give me $10,000, and what, what me and a consortium of friends are doing is we are buying uh, about a million to a million and a half Montblanc pens, which are very expensive pens, except these were knockoffs. These were, ja- they, these were knockoff, ma- knockoff pens made in Japan. And um, the Montblanc pen is about $150, $200 in real, in real. Darren is back. So listen, by the way, the stuff I said about him, don't, you know, don't <laughs> yeah. tell him. Um, so, so the Montblanc pen is the pen that goes for about 150 to 200 dollars it might even be more now i have no idea and um very high class pen is the kind of pen you give to somebody for graduation of college or whatever blah 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 do you think people still do that do they still do the i never understood the whole pen and pencil set I, I never understood yeah. that people gave you that. Gave you Especially that. now, what a pair of like a, like a what a pair of balls to give you. You spent four years in school. Somebody gives you a pen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Okay. The last fucking thing I want is a goddamn pen in my hand, man. I, it's all. Wow! I, could, I just googled it. Montblanc. Montblanc How pen. much are they going oh for? Oh my god! How Look much? at this. Look right there. Tell the people what you see. Oh shit! They're four hundred and forty dollars. Holy shit! Okay, so here's the story, folks. The, the, it was about 150 back then in 95. In 1995, an old friend of mine, I'm just rehashing this real quick for Darren. Dude, real quick, I'm sorry. And then I'll turn this phone off because I really don't want to just be reading the phone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to believe this. Look how look, much did they look go how to? much this one is. I don't know, but oh my God. Let me see. They just keep getting higher and higher. Look, look, look how much they're charging for that one. $4,600? Mont. Mont Grappa? Oh my God! What now look p- at this one. There's one right next to it. Look at this one. Got to be six thou. Nope, higher. Seven thousand dollars for the Namiki, but that's not Mont Blanc, right? I don't know. All right, so making a long short, what happened? Well, maybe was, what you could do with these pens is like spend the seven thousand on that. And get hair transplant. No, no, fill in. Yes, fill in your head. Just draw little dots. Right, on your draw head dots. Seven thousand dollar pen. <laughs> right. Um, why, why would it? Is it just a? That's, like just, a, that's ridiculous. That's, I don't get. It. Is that when you just have so much money, you're like, you've got the, right. That's you've exactly got the Rolex. That's exactly what happens. The, that way, yeah, you're an idiot. You're a like, moron. When you see me with this pen, like I don't even know what kind of pen this is. A paper. That's mate. a bic. A bic. <laughs> it is a bic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, a bic. forty-eight cents. Yeah, that's do you, it. Do you look at me like uh, like like? Do you look down on me or no. do you look? Yeah, you don't, right? No. But if I were to Springsteen say, still uses still uses a bic pen uh, and write and writes his lyrics in a notebook. I wonder if he did. Uses, you know that. Does He's he use, still writing in a notebook. Does he use blue barrel? Do you think he uses blue ink or black ink? Or do you know? Bruce, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's actually blue because there was uh, one of his albums, they, they included the songbook so you could see his writing. Man is still writing in a composition book from, from public school. Wow. Yeah, that's how he I writes. Still do he doesn't that. go on the computer. I do a little, I do a mixture of both. Okay. Yeah. What do you so, do? What do you do? I love writing. 
You love writing. But they say it's actually healthier yeah. for the mind, for the for the fingers to actually do the the actual movement of the uh, thing. It's actually better than typing. And it helps you memorize it. Yeah, it you know? it's very important to write. They claim. Uh, people who have studied the brain while you're writing. So, and therapeutic, too. And very okay. therapeutic, I'm sorry, back, back to the 1995, pens. an old buddy of mine who's... Uh, I'm not even going to say his name. I'm not going to do yeah, it. Yeah, why would we? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, well, because he beat me for the money. Oh, okay. Just say his first... Don't even say no, his name. not even, even say it, no. So he comes to me and he says, you want to make this residual income for the rest of your life. I don't see any reason we're ever going to run out of this, and uh, you should be able to do this for almost forever. I go, what do you need? He goes, 10 grand... You're going to get, I said, what are you doing for 10000 Well, me and about 600 people are put it, pooling our money and we're buying, We uh, one guy goes to Japan and we're buying a million and a half to two million Mont Blanc knockoffs. They were costing about, listen to this, they were costing about $3. The pens you just saw were three bucks. They were selling them all around the country at flea markets. Do you know what a flea market is, Darren? Yeah. Okay. Like a swap meet. Swap meet. Okay. In, in the East Coast, it's called a flea market. Okay. So they have them at the raceways. They have them at Aqueduct Racetrack, Roosevelt Raceway. When the place is closed, they, the parking lot becomes the friggin' flea market. So they were selling pens that they were paying a um, fifty. They were selling pens for $12, $13. Okay. So the guy says to me, "I got. We have all this money. We got a million and a half dollar, uh, so, pens." And the idea is that people would be like, "Oh, I, they know it's a knockoff, but right. they're like, hey, it looks cool. Hey, yeah. I'll spend thirteen bucks." Absolutely. Month. So the guys, the guys are who, quadrupling their money. Who, who are these people? They're paying exactly. So they, this starts. So I, he says, "Give me ten grand." I I hit my grandmother up for I think five. I needed the money, and I took five out on a cash advance of my uh, friggin MasterCard for 28 friggin percent whatever the hell it was back then and um, I give him the 10,000 all true story I give him the 10 grand and he goes dude you don't realize how what, what your life is going to be like now and I said oh great man great uh, first month goes by 30 days goes by I get a check get a check from my buddy okay hands me over a check one day we're eating lunch he goes here's your check man we're eating a chin chins in studio city thousand dollar check i run to wells fargo it clears it clears i because i went to the his bank first to make sure i'm not bouncing a check okay clears i get the thousand dollars i'm sorry all that thought that's a good good life hack right there good instruction for people if you get a check oh you always i do it all the time sure. i do it all the time you know wherever i go the, to the person's yes. bank Yes. Absolutely. And I say, this guy have funds in here? Yes. So I go in, I get, I go, oh my God, this worked. I'm only $9,000 in the hole right now. Okay. I'm 9,000 away from living a free life residual, a residual income. Nine more months. Second check. Have lunch. Gives me a $1,000 check. I go, Wells Fargo? Clears. Boom. $1,000, man. Right back into my account. Okay. At Bank of America. Third check comes, I go to ca cash it. I'm sorry, there's no funds in this in this account. I go, excuse me? What do you mean there's no funds in this account? This, this, this account has been wiped out. It's been cleaned. I go, whoa, 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 whoa. You got to be kidding me. You're like, I just saw him at Chin Chin's. Right, exactly. So um, you call him up. You're like, hey. They, they I said, so-and-so. Uh, -so. I said, uh, I just tried to cash a check. And um, there's no money in the account. He goes, and he played the role of what? There's no money in the account. 
And I don't think it was his account. I don't. I honestly don't think it was his account. I think he got the check from his higher up in the con game. Yeah. And he said, you know, he goes, I got to give this check to Dean. Okay. So, um, yeah, I don't think he was complicit in that. Okay. So, um, comes out and uh, he goes, Dean, I got bad news, man. There's been a scam, blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. It was all bullshit. And I found out later on things, a lot of things didn't add up. For instance, um, my friend claimed that he just got hit for 22000 on the on the scam, that he's out 22000 So I, uh, I started noticing, like I would talk to him on the phone and I would pretend to be his friend, and even though I knew something's not right here, and um, I said, what'd you do last night? I watched Monday Night Football. What'd you do? He goes, oh, well, me and so-and-so, we went out to Malibu for some surf and turf. And I started hearing this three nights a week. Surf and turf three nights a week in Malibu. He was having $100, $150 dinners three nights a week, and he's claiming that he's on the balls of his ass because he lost 22000 in the scheme. Okay? So, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I go, I go, that's a little odd that you just told me you're out twenty two k. Yeah, but you got to remember my wife works. So, you know, yeah, I got hit for the 20. I go, I don't buy that shit, man. I said, you twenty, you lose $22,000 unless you got big, big money. Yeah. $22,000, you know, you're going to, you're probably going to eat McDonald's for a couple of weeks, you know, and instead of going surf and turf three nights a week. And I started noticing this very stream of consciousness. I never said, I wasn't trying to come off interrogating. I just said, what'd you do? last night i watched uh chicago hope whatever the hell was on back yeah. then and he go oh, we, we we went to uh mastro's uh for you know oh mastro's really mastro's only 250 for the for the two of you you know it was one of those things so i started realizing that that my old friend was in, was involved in this and he claimed that he wasn't and, and, and <laughs> he's was, like i'm sorry to bring no, it go back. ahead you're like, how was dinner last night? And he was like, oh man, it was nothing to write home about. Mm. And if I were to, if I were to write home, I'd use one of those pens. Mm. What was that? Excuse me-, me, I was drinking water. What was that meal you said uh, for the when you write home? Oh, the uh, uh, veal piccata. Yeah. Oh, I'd write home. Yeah. About well, the veal. Were we talking about that on on here, or yes. were we talking when it was off? No, this is the this podcast was recording. We did that with the veal piccata. Yeah, yeah. I've always was, been always fascinated with expressions. That was about an hour and a half ago. In this, are podcast. we on an hour and a half? So almost, almost. Oh yeah. man! And the other expression I love, and my mother, does, I do a bit on this on stage, and it always gets a nice laugh. Uh, when I'm at my mother's house, my mother always, you know, says goodnight to me. She kind of opens up the door to the bedroom I'm in, you know, knocks and, and opens up the door, and I go, "Come in." You know, and she's like, she goes, good night. I just want to say good night and I love you and everything. I'm so happy you're here. And then at the very last second, she'll go, uh, she'll go, so good night, sleep tight, and don't let the bed bugs bite. And I think to myself, that has got to be one of the most, like, <laughs> unmotivating yeah. thing to sleep yeah. to say to a child. So basically what my mother is saying to me in another word is, listen, we're really, really happy you took the flight out here and we're so happy that you're staying with us, but I just want to let you know that the bed you're in right now is currently infested with, with <laughs> bugs. Don't okay? let them bite you. So what, but listen, if you sleep tight... They will not bite. Okay, <laughs> so try and sleep in a very rigor mortis kind of uh, yeah. kind of kind of way. Flex I, every single muscle. Right, in your keep body. every muscle flexed. They will not bite. 
Yeah. They're okay. And I, I vote, and I love that. I could, and that's an expression that people say, to, you know, don't sleep tight. Which I never even really thought about it until this whole bed bug mania thing came Correct. up about a few years ago. And I'm like, wait a second, bed bugs are real? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. man. You gotta, you have to check before you go to a hotel, man. When you stay in a hotel, you have to ask them, hey, I, I need to know how's your bed bug situation. Because let me tell you something, man, you take those fuckers home with you and you're screwed. Okay, you do not want those in your underwear or anything. Those you're screwed in the house, man. They, they, you got, they, they, you got to get rid of like almost all your clothes. Bed bugs are ridiculous. So, um, not for me because I sleep tight. They, but because you sleep tight, that's right, right, and they, exactly. So back to this pen. What's it called again? Mont Mont Blanc. Mont Mont Blanc, Blanc pens. So this guy is like, hey, they were paying a dollar fifty and selling them for twelve and thirteen. They're making so, a shitload. So, of so the the thing goes on, and you're the like, thing goes Dude, south. You guys, you guys went go- dinner again, and he's like, and I called him out on it a thousand times, and I said to him, yeah. all right, man, when you start making money, my brother said to me, he said, if that happened to me, and my brother knows this guy since um, we're children. Hmm. This guy has slept in my house three hundred times as a kid. I've slept in his house three hundred times. You know who you are, and um, if you're listening to this. And uh, and some people who might know me definitely know who I'm talking about. So you only got, I got you two gave, thousand gave dollars back. I lost eight grand. My yeah. grandmother didn't give a shit. She was like, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Just don't make that mistake again." It sucks because it was a friend, a guy I grew up friend. with, slept in yeah. the same house. So he said he swore to me that when he starts making money and gets successful, um, he will. Uh, pay me back around like 200 a month and it'll pay me off in 40 in 40 months man which is three and a half years that's fine okay i don't have a i don't have a big problem with that you know pay me 200 bucks a month man i know you scammed them i know you're involved in the scam so you think he you think he was getting screwed or you don't think he was getting screwed? i here's here's a couple of thoughts i thought yeah. a he might have gotten screwed a couple of months ago and didn't tell me and tell me and he thought of a way to get back a few bucks you know, by saying, you know, maybe I could, I'll, I'll, I'll scam him. I'll, I'll take him for 8,000, even though the, the friggin' thing is over. In other words, it's well, how, when did this happen? How long ago? 1995. That was, so that was 95. I hold no grudges. It's no. 20, 2018. So that is 23 years. 23 years. And you, are you guys remain friends? Here's what happened. We, I, yeah. I forgave him and all this shit. He swore up and down to me. He had nothing to do with it. Blah, blah, blah. He swore. But he, he was a known pathological liar. We all know him as a liar. Oh, Everybody, and you're still in the business with him, knowing he was a liar. I wouldn't call it a business what I was doing. You gave him $10,000. I, I gave him ten grand, and he said, I'm going to Wow, invest. I think I just solved a mystery here. <laughs> this podcast. Right, exactly. So you knew he was a patholo- pathological liar. But and he, still, he, 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 yeah. I saw what yeah. was happening. I saw the money that was coming in. I saw mm. he, he showed me checks. He, you know, I didn't just give him the money sight unseen. He, I saw the checks. Yeah. So... Um, he showed me these things, and, and I saw the new car, and I saw uh, the clothes, and I saw certain changes. And, you know, he said, we, we make, I said, how are you doing this? And he told me. He said, we got this thing going, and it's been working, and blah, 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 blah. And, um, but growing up, he was a known pathological liar. And, and uh, uh, so that people, anyone who knows me knows that this guy was a pathological liar growing up. So I... Uh, uh, called him out on it a few times and he swore he'd pay me back and I'll give you 200 a month once I start making money. And then when he started getting, you know, successful, I'm good, I'm good. Oh, okay, watch yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not going to hit. Uh, for, th- for those of you out there 
this is Morgan Freeman. No, I almost hit the little cord here. So uh, Darren was just uh, trying to lift it up. So, um, and he never paid me a dime. So here's the best part. At the very, very end of the story, this is the best part. This is the, yeah. this is the kind of guy we're dealing with. The guy one day says to me, hey, man, you know, I'm doing some thinking, man, and uh, yeah, I know I haven't paid you back the money yet and all that stuff, but I, uh, I saw something that I thought you would really like the other day, and I go, oh, my God, this is interesting. And he pulls it out, and it's uh, in gift wrap. And I, um, I, I'm at his office uh, shooting the shit with him. <laughs> and he opens, I open it up. I go, what is this? He goes, just open it up. I saw it and I thought you would like this. And it was a shirt. It was a shirt from the Century City Mall. And it was hideous. Hideous shirt. <laughs> really? Okay. It was a hideous, <laughs> hideous button down shirt. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm thinking of myself. Describe this shirt. I want to see. It was just a hideous, like, <laughs> plaid shit kickers shirt you know <laughs> something garth brooks would wear in 93 yeah, it was just it was totally and <laughs> this is now about like 98 this is like yeah. you know he's got he's 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 been working that yeah, so, i, I so have grudge is going back only 20 years so i love I put it the, yeah exactly so i put the shirt on and then he pissed me off in y2k i put the shirt <laughs> you know he said to me he goes we're investing we're investing money a consortium and I were putting our money together. So you have a computer, right? I go, yeah. He goes, well, on 1999 at 1230, at 12 a.m., yeah. 2000, the computer's going to crash. But we have a service that will keep it. I need 10,000. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, he says to me, I, I thought of you. I thought you would look fantastic in this. And I go, oh, my God, thank you, man. I, I, I mean, the bottom line was the man's owes me 8,000 and but this is you'll love the punchline on this um I put the shirt on in my house and it's up to my wrist okay the the, the sleeves okay and it's I can't wear it and it's hideous and if you if you lift your arms you can't yeah right the whole shirt comes up and it just it was hideous it was hideous and I and I happened to see the tag on the shirt with the price price tag off and yeah. And I went to the store, and I and I went to the store, Century City Mall, and I'll never forget. <laughs> girl comes to the counter. Excuse me, while I yawn. For those of you out there, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we're it's almost two o'clock in the morning that we're, that we're doing this, we're shooting this. So, um, uh, she scans it with the scanner, and she goes, "Well, I can you know give you a credit, or I can give you a, a refund." And I'm thinking, oh, wow, I'm going to get about $120, you know, yeah. for this. He, he spent some money. He felt bad. He spent some money. I got back ten $10.99. $10.99. That's what the shirt was. It was reduced and reduced and reduced and reduced and reduced. And I said, what did you just say? And she says to me, it's $10.99. The shirt is fi- finally marked. It's a final markdown. And I went, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> $10. And I took the $11, whatever. And I think... If I remember correctly, hey, I, think I, I bought a pen with it. Okay, right. I bought six dollar fifty pen, and I um I think I went back to him with the with the eleven dollars, and I think I threw it at him on, on the desk, and I said, "You piece of shit, man! You a, a leopard never changes his spots, man." Oh wow! Yeah, and he and uh, he couldn't believe I brought the shirt back. He couldn't believe I brought. He was you should have saw his jaw dropped. He couldn't believe that I did that. And um, it's just a piece of garbage. But, you know, 
karma has come around the other way. He got hit in his divorce, mm. and um, he got hit pretty heavy. I try to stay positive on this podcast. <laughs> you're, like, right. you're like, I prayed to God, and finally he's the shit hit the fan in his life. And uh, no, but no, 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 yeah. no. I, 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 no. Hey, look, you know, you said you asked me to talk about this this uh, scam. Yeah. So yeah. you know, I'm not tr- I'm not trying to be negative. I, you know, I'm just saying, you know, I guess the moral of that story is beware. You know, yeah. when something seems too good. To to be true, it usually isn't. Absolutely. Okay, it usually isn't. So, um, and I and I have become that kind of guy that you have to get up super early to fool me these days, and um, and that's it. That's all I got for you. Where where are we where are we what else do we you talk um about? so have, so do you, you do you still keep in touch with the guy or no? No, not really. I don't talk to him. I'll t- I, I can I give you that story uh, why I don't talk to him. This will be a two and a half minute story. Sure. Okay. So, folks. I have officially forgiven him. Uh, the universe slowly started to turn in my favor. In uh, Can I say something real quick before you continue please. with that? With the, when it comes to forgiveness, I, I read a great quote. It said, when you hold a grudge, you're letting someone else rent space, rent in, your space head, in your head. And they're not paying for That's it. That's correct. So, and they're not paying. And they say, you, you forgive them, not because it makes them feel better, but because it makes, it makes you, you feel, feel better. better. Yeah. Correct. So I finally forgave the guy as years went by. But you got to remember, Darren, I was a student. I was broke when this happened. When he beat me for the money, I borrowed five from my grandmother and five from Chase Chase City Card. Okay. And I got hit with those fucking interest charges, man, 28% on a cash advance and all that shit. So my grandmother forgave the, the money. That's fine. But I got hit for five grand that I had to fucking pay off. So, um, and I was a student, man. So I, I had no fucking money. I was living on student loans. So, all right. Uh, Things have gotten better. I ended up making a few bucks over the last 10, 12 years, blah, blah, blah. I did okay for myself. But, and, um, uh, so about, f- actually, so it was September 11th. I remember, obviously, because of that day. It was September 11th, just f- uh, three years ago. Three years ago, not 18 years ago, not 17 years ago. Three years ago. And a um, buddy of mine calls me. And says, uh, hey, man, he calls me like September 9th, uh, September the 6th. And he goes, hey, man, I'm coming down from San Mateo and I'm going to be in, uh, in uh, West Hollywood, uh, Beverly Hills area. But let's all, you know, let's, let's grab dinner and I, or, or lunch or something like that. He's an old friend of mine from childhood that was part of him. Okay. You know, in other words, part of the trio. Okay. Of us smoking pot together, the three of us all the time and going to Met games and all. So... I said, I said, his name is Lenny, and I can say his name. Uh, I said, the good guy, the friend, the good guy, yeah. yeah. And I said, Lenny, that's great, man. And he goes, are you going to be around September 11th? Uh, uh, it was a Monday. It was a Monday, I remember. And I go, um, yeah. I said, listen, I'm supposed to go see Springsteen in Chicago. Okay, true story. Bruce was on tour. I was supposed to go see him in Chicago. And I said, let me. If I don't go. Um, I'm going to be here. But yeah, if I'm going to go, I'm going to stay like till Tuesday. I end up not going and I to call Lenny and it said, nah, I'm home. I'm staying home, man. I, I didn't, I didn't want to fly out there and blah, 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 blah. So we go and as I'm on the phone with him coordinating the lunch for Monday, the 11th at around one o'clock in the afternoon, I decide to be a good guy and I say, Hey, Lenny. And Lenny hasn't mentioned the other guy's name the entire conversation. He could give a bigger shit. And I'm a good guy. And I said, hey, why don't we get so-and-so, who shall remain nameless, let's get so-and-so, 
and um, we'll go for we'll bring along. And he goes, hey, that's a good idea, man. I said, I'll call him. Blah 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 blah. I call so and so. Hey, man, how you doing? Blah blah blah. You know, even though I have these thoughts about him, I'm like, hey, let's get together. Let's uh, grab some lunch. Lenny's in town. We're gonna grab lunch the 11th. So I find so I I get a phone call. I forgot how the chronology, what how it really like how it totally happened. But here's the wind up. Those two guys went to lunch without me. I coordinated the whole thing and they went to lunch without me because um, they claimed that um, I wouldn't have been able to get uh, to lunch at one o'clock. I would be at the office or something like that. Making a long short, I was like, I, you got to be kidding me. Both you guys went ate lunch already? And blah, I can tell you're losing interest in this story. And so am I. No, get to the punchline. There the, is no punchline. The pun, you said I, it was a short story. It's one of the what happened at the end. Uh, um, I had the veal piccata. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm not writing home about it. <laughs> so um, it should really end like that. But no, that's what happened. And uh, um, we're talking about grudges and everything. Yes. And I, and I, you know, and now I haven't spoken to him in four, in three to years. To Lenny and the other guy. Lenny, I also blew off because uh, right. I spoke to him once or twice. A mutual friend of ours yeah. pa- passed away and I just thought I'd reach out and tell him. Okay. <laughs> And uh, but other than that, no, I uh, because I was I was like Lenny, how could you go have lunch with him? Well, you know, he called me and said, look, we'll we'll call Dean and blah blah blah, and they and yeah. next thing you know, we're eating at uh, this place Rocco's in Studio City, and uh, and and you know, we just said, yeah, you know, we'll we'll catch up with him later, blah blah blah, and I was like, what? I'm the one who put this together. You didn't. You never mentioned his name whatsoever on the conversation. Mm. I'm the one who said, "Let's get together," and so I blew Lenny off, and and I blew the other guy. And I haven't spoken to him in uh, uh, in three years. You know. Sometimes and, you know what that. What do they say? Sometimes some people, you have to yeah. part with certain. And some, people. they say some people are in your life for a reason, a season. A, That's you know, it, man. Some other kind of cliche, but it's true though, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you, yeah. I, I hey, listen, know. man. I'm at a point in my life. You fucked me over. Yeah, that's it. We're done, man. That's it. I, I, that, you know, I have a friend that always. There's people that charge your battery, people that drain it. And it's that's like, correct. You know, and if you're, you, you get me. too many of these guys that are draining, yeah, it, man. it's like, yeah. You fuck me over, man. I'll come out and I'll pick you up at three o'clock in the morning on the side of a road, flat tire, man. You know, I, I'll do anything for my friends. I really will. I'm a very, I'm a good, I'm, remember, I'm, I'm a Taurus. I don't know if you know anything about Taurus. Taurus are very weird about loyalty. They're very, very big on loyalty. It's just a weird tourist trait. And um, shout out to all the tourists out, out there. This is Morgan Freeman. Shout out to the tourists. And um, uh, I'm I'm a loyal guy, man. I'll fog to the ends of the earth, man. If I if I if you you're good to me, man. I I, I give it back to you double, man. So, um, I I I, I said to him. Uh, I forgot where we were going on on loyalty. Um, loyalty, getting rid of the grudges. Let's. Can we move on to something else? Yes. Or did you want to? No, no, no. Okay. I forgot what it was. The loyalty thing, but um, uh, I just I was I was turned off that that you know he there was no loyalty towards uh, towards my friendship. But that, what I'm saying is I'm at an age in my life now where, like, I have a friend who said, and this is what I was trying to my train of thought. I have a friend who goes out to dinner and hangs out and talks to a guy. There's a friend that he has, this other guy, okay? There's a friend of mine who has a friend, okay? And every time that my friend 
says to him, hey, can you help me out with um, your agent? Uh, you know, I, I heard, you know, he's pretty good, but I'm looking for a new agent. But that other friend will go, oh, they're not, they're not looking for anybody right now. Well, how do you know? They told me, uh, if, uh, you know, don't send anybody, don't refer anybody, which is all bullshit. This guy's just insecure and he doesn't want to help. And I'm a big believer, if you're not a helper, you're not my friend. You're an acquaintance, okay? Um, and that's, that's, how I, that's how I look at friendship. If you're not helping me, then, you know, if you're not with me, you're against me. Okay, if you're not with me, yeah. you're against me. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that, and I have become that guy. I drop people like a friggin' hot potato, man, and and uh, that's it. I, I I lost interest in in that fake bullshit friendship, and that's a big thing out here. I can't believe that guy got you to spend ten thousand. I mean, that's a lot. That's a big yeah. investment. I mean, you know, where do you want to go with this? All right, let's talk about uh, let's talk about something else. Let's talk about it's it is October. I want I know Halloween is coming up. Congratulations and, uh, to the Los Angeles Dodgers. They'll seven be going. and zero. They'll be going. No, that's seven and zero. <laughs> no, that's the Rams. The Rams. Damn it! You're so Sorry. good at sports. I tried to make it look like I knew what I was you talking really about. Did. You really did. You really did, man. Oh my gosh! Seven, and you said it so seven and zero, oh, baby. It like really nice. Those, man. those Dodgers, man. Those Dodgers. They're man. going to the Super pretty Bowl. soon. One day they're going <laughs> to kick a field goal. Oh my God! Those Dodgers, man, they are the highest. Are field. you excited about the the World Series? No, I, I've lost interest in baseball. I, I don't have the same interest. I, I, I believe it or not, and I'm and I know this is terrible, but I was actually hoping that Milwaukee would play Boston just just so Milwaukee gets a a, a shout out. Gets a the Milwaukee uh, baseball Brewers. team. Yeah, the Brewers. Now, what's your favorite football team? My favorite team. I, I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. I've, from, I, that's from that's Wisconsin. You love Milwaukee area. I I love. I ha, I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. I like Aaron Rodgers, and I have I I, I like Brett Favre when he played. So I've been following them a long time. Yes. Do I like the Jets and the Giants? I'm born and raised uh, three miles from where the Jets played. But your favorite baseball team and your favorite football team are all from Milwaukee. No, 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 no. Didn't you just say that? Milwaukee? No, no, no. I was hoping that the Brewers would play the Red Sox. Just just a change of pace, man. You know, just a change of pace. Um, But the... the football team that I love is, uh, you know, I like the Jets and the Giants, but, you know, I also have, I also don't like, I'm not going to be a fan of a team that doesn't want to spend any money to make the team better, okay? And the Jets and, and the Jets are notorious for that, okay? But they're having a decent year so far. They're three and four. The Giants are only, I think, one and five or one and, you know, they play tomorrow night against Atlanta. But, um, can, uh, as we were saying, congrats to the World Series. And then you were gonna, you were saying something. You were going the, the World Series. So it's here's what I know: it's Boston and Dodgers for yes, sure. That's correct. The Boston Red Sox against. How did I do? Did I, did I get it? You I got that it? right. You got yeah. that right. Yes. I, I totally said it with confidence about right. the seven. And then I was like, gosh. Yep. You know, you, I said, yeah, Dodgers. You went, yep, seven, seven and zero, oh. bro. Seven and zero. Oh. Seven and zero. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, you know, I, I, I think the World Series. I do get excited for that. Like a regular baseball game, I, it's hard, it's hard to, to watch. One hundred and sixty-two games. But the playoffs, you get they excited in the World Series. That's you, correct. Yeah. They play one hundred and sixty-two games during the year. And that's quite frankly, who gives a, a shit? I know. I love ordering a pizza and watching right. it. And my son puts his Dodger right. blanket on, right? And he grabs the piano and he goes dun right. dun 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 oh, dun 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 dun. Let's go Dodgers. Let's go. Funny. It's exciting. I love that part of it. No, this will be a good series, man. You know, this is a good series. 
other the other thing that sucks about those kind of series, man, the Can fly, I have that water? By the the way? flying that these guys have I to know. do. The these three thousand miles each way, man. They have to go back and forth. That's how it works, man. It's like two games LA, two uh, two games LA, three games Boston, and then they got to go back to LA for two games. I, I can't remember which team has home field on this. I just flew in from Wilmington, North Carolina. And boy, and I, my arms tired. Yeah, I tell you, okay. And it's interesting because I fly Southwest a lot, yeah. so I get the points and the miles. Yeah. So I always get like, you know, it's great when you're when you don't fly. I fly first class on Southwest. I don't know. Do you have first class on Southwest? Uh, the emergency row. The emergency <laughs> <laughs> boarding group A. Yeah, which actually is kind of like first class. I oh. love it though because I, I take them a lot, so. You know, I fly out of Burbank if I can. It's just, it's just the best. It's the it, best. It really is. If you fly, if you don't fly it, you, it's weird to you because you're like, I don't get it. You get it. You don't get it in the signed seat. But once you understand how it works, it's great because you could choose any seat you want. So like, because I don't fly American that often, like you know, I, I got stuck in a middle seat, oh. cross country middle seat. Uh-huh. It was very uncomfortable. And on the way back, it was Delta, and uh, Delta was a little bit better. Like I got a better. You took one and one. You took one for yeah. Uh, I took American there and Delta wow. back. Okay. And uh, I was you know I got a window seat at least on the way back. But so it was funny because somebody was sitting in the, my my seat. I'm like, uh, excuse me, I'm 21C or whatever. And she was like, well, it was worth a shot. <laughs> oh, was, yeah. okay. She was like, you know, like she was tra- she wanted the uh, the, the window. window, yeah. And okay. she ended up sitting in the middle, which I get. I've done that before. <laughs> you, you know, know it's weird when I'm on the window seat of a plane and the plane banks a little. Yeah. I I actually get scared. I'm going to fall out. Oh yeah, I actually feel. I always think that, it's weird, right? You look, you look, you look for a where, split you, second. For a second, you, you look act, where, the, where the sky should be, and you're like, "That's the Earth." It's right. weird. For a split second, you think I, I actually think I'm going to fall out for a split second, and um, and then I go, "Oh no, I'm in a fucking plane," you know. But yeah, um, I always make sure that the buckles on tight. But I br- I bring the sleep mask, and I fall asleep pretty good. Can you fall the, asleep on the plane? Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, you can't. Nah, I, probably I, too I, tall. Is it probably I, really uncomfortable? Unless for you? I get the first, you know, the emergency row. The emergency row to me is is the best because. Uh, but then the seat doesn't recline, right? And the emergency. No, row? no, no. It's it's. There's one seat that does recline, um, but every time I've been on Southwest, uh, I I get I get the reclining. I'm very lucky with Southwest. I could have I could have boarding boarding pass C, mm. and I'm thinking that that those seats are gone. And I cannot tell you how many of those seats. I've never understood how people are passing by. And I've asked people, why, why do you pass by on the on emergency the, row? On the emergency row, and their their response is always boggles my fucking mind because there is. Excuse my French on that. I apologize. I've said it a couple of times, but the response is, well, you know, I don't want to have to be responsible in the event of a of a crash. And I go, I go. First off, do you know the mathematical odds of, of you having to be responsible? And secondly, <laughs> yeah. you prob- if we hit the ground, you're probably not going to have to be responsible because, we, it, you know, it's it not going to end up good, okay, you know, for, for most of us. So, um, but I never understood that, uh, that people actually— I, I thought it was because the seats don't recline. No, the seats recline fine. Oh wow! Yeah, the seats recline fine in the emergency row. Maybe man. I was sitting in front of the emergency row. If you sit in the one that's in front, that that's one, probably what that it one was. Does, tends not to go back. Oh wow! That one tends not to go back. Then there's on Southwest. There's that one up against the window that there's no seat in front of you whatsoever. So your legs are out, like really that's, outstretched. I know that's a good one. Okay, but the other ones are are massive amount of leg room, and um. 
Yeah, I, I used to do a bit about uh, the the seats on uh, that's uh, great on the airlines. But what so I was going to say was it's October. We're going to wrap up the podcast, but it's October Halloween. I was thinking of um, what was it like growing up Halloween in in uh, New York? Did you guys go na- like house to house? It was great, like, man. Trick or treating, or was it apartment it was, buildings? It was, or? it was such a great time because. You know, at that time, it gets dark at 4.30 in the afternoon. Mm. Uh, October 31st, it gets dark at that time. And um, you, uh, you you didn't have as many... I don't think you had as many psychos back then. You had stories of psychos, you know, don't bite into an apple. Uh, there's a razor blade in the apple. I was, I, that always bothered me. Which actually, they like. They prefer that in Glendale. That way they can get an apple and they can shave. Oh, there you go. Hello. Hey-o. Um, I'll be Shout here all week. Rams. I'll be here all week. Try the veal piccata. <laughs> and um, so... Uh, As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It was a really good time growing up in Queens because you go, you knew your neighbors back then. You see, I grew up in a neighborhood where the neighbors sat on the stoop with a with a transistor radio mm-hmm. in the summer, we would sit on the stoop, ninety degree weather. We had air conditioning, but we had you know power outages back then. Um, and oh, yeah. we and oh, yeah, wasn't there like a big New York yeah, blackout? Yeah, yeah, the big yeah, blackout yeah. was nine thirty four p.m. That happened. At wow, nine thirty four that happened. I what, what what was the blackout? The entire city, everything just went completely dark in the early seventies. I think. Yeah, right? I was in my friend's house. I was in Jay Boyoski's house. When that happened, it was 9.34, 9.29 and 9.34. It was definitely the five-minute, one of those fives, uh, the nine or the four. And um, uh, and all of a sudden, you're just watching television. Should I look it up? Should I look yeah, up yeah, how yeah, long yeah, it was? Yeah, yeah. I think, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say I was in fourth or fifth grade. I'm going to say 76. Famous New York blackout. I'm going to say 76. Wow. It's interesting. August 76? Oh, it says... Uh, okay, there was, different, there was different ones, but um, let's look up the one from... Oh, okay, okay, here we go, here we go. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When, what, what month do you think it was? I thought it was August. It was really hot. July 13th. Okay. There you In go. 1977. 77. The blackout that hit New York on this day, July 13th in 1977. What time? was to many a metaphor for the gloom that had already settled on the city, an economic decline coupled with rising crime That's rates correct. and the panic-provoking and paranoia-inducing Son of Sam Son of murders. Sam. Son of Sam. You just got done saying, I loved Halloween. There was no psychos. Son of Sam. <clears throat> Except actually, for the Son of Sam. Son of Sam shot somebody uh, about four or five miles from my house. Wow. He shoot, at a, he at sh a club called Elephus. Wow. David Berkowitz. How'd they get him? Parking ticket. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really? Yeah, he had unpaid parking tickets because he would park his car and walk looking for lovers in the in the uh, in the in the 
area and he didn't pay a park a certain parking ticket and back then they they just they 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 noticed that this guy's gotten a few tickets in different parts of the of the bar of the boroughs and you know it's at nighttime and blah 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 and they uh somebody went to go try and collect they knocked on the guy's door and he went you got me huh he he they were they weren't coming to get him they were coming to for unpaid parking tickets and the guy goes you found me huh and they, then that's when they put two and two together and they said oh this yeah cuz this uh, yeah it was weird but um but yeah i remember that the 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 blackout but yeah it was uh, it was a very was that like a big scary thing for you guys back then we all sat out Everybody's, you know, we, we, you, everybody did candlelight and, and you sat out in the lawn that the bit, the problem with the blackout was the looting. Mm. The looting was really bad. Uh, but I lived in Queens. So, you know, there wasn't that many stores when I grew up in Queens. There wasn't that many. I don't think there was too much looting. The it looting, says, it says the looting a, occurred in Harlem. And it said a lot of fires and, and fires, people were starting fires and fires and looting. And, Harlem. He said even the looters were getting mugged. Oh god, yeah, it sounds yeah, like yeah. a terrible. T- oh my god. Oh, it was ridiculous what went on, and um, yeah, that happened. I think at Indian Point. Indian Point was the uh, Con Edison uh, thing that went down, and um, the whole grid, everything. It was just gone. There was nothing, mm-hmm. and um, and people thought at first it was like ah, it'll be you know ten minutes they'll fix it you know ten minutes, but if I remember, does it say how long it was? Uh, it says it happened. Uh, I didn't. I didn't see where. Uh, the, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I, clo- no I closed. The, I closed the page. But, yeah. but it, I, it said the time was. Uh, I think it said eight thirty-seven. Is that what it was? Eight thirty-seven. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was nine thirty-four when that happened. But um, uh, yeah. Well, was, that's good. You're not like Rain Man, where you're like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Definitely nine thirty-seven. Oh, I was wrong. It was July. It was eight thirty-seven. But definitely Jack of Clubs. And um, so that was it, man. I um, want to get back and have you back on the podcast. I want to talk more about New York, what that was like, the blackout, the okay. Sam, son of Sam, what that was like growing up. Um, it was very in, annoying, in, yeah. In, in, in closing, <laughs> what, son of Sam was annoying? <laughs> it was very, it was very annoying. annoying because you had, to, you had to be careful. You had to like get your hair cut a certain way. Um, Why? Why? Because he was going for a certain type. He was. He he was. I don't even know much about him. I just know he was a yeah. serial killer. He was going for a certain type. He had a certain type in mind. He was uh, hitting. If I remember correctly, he was hitting dark-haired women. So women were going out at night with wigs. Really? Oh yeah. They were, it was. This was insane. What was going on? You know, he we was, had Richard Ramirez on this side. The yeah, West you had side. This one, right? Was California. Yeah. You know, the weird the thing night is, stalker. yeah, Berkowitz, David Berkowitz, he, you know, I shouldn't say only, but, but, you know, people, you think of a serial murder, you think of like John Wayne Gacy, 31 yeah. boys. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, the guy from Milwaukee. Bundy. Yeah. Uh, Ted Bundy. Bundy was out here, uh, he, uh, Florida, uh, Florida. And oh, he, Bundy was all over the country. Bundy, yeah. Bundy, Bundy kept taking his car and just going all over the place. Um, but Milwaukee was Dahmer. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Right. But these guys, um, Berkowitz, and I use the word lightly, uh, heavily, I, I, I don't mean any disrespect. He only, he only, like I said, it sucks, only. He killed six, mm. wounded a few more, and destroyed somebody's eye socket and, and one, and permanent damage, and you know, blah, 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 slight brain damage. Um, but, you know, 
he was considered a heavy-duty serial murderer, even though you had guys that have done 40, 50, 60 people that they've killed. You know, uh, you know that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, that was a very uh, that was a very weird summer. I was 13 years old. I used to like to go out. My friends used to like to go out, and it was um, it was very scary, man. You, you had to really worry where you went, and um, you know it's crazy, but you know sad, sad stuff. Sad stuff and a little scary, a little bit for now. It's Halloween. That's why we. Uh... Right, and now he they they interviewed him on sixty minutes uh, about a year ago, uh, in prison, and now he's like a, re, uh, a reformed uh, uh, chaplain, or a, he got heavily into religion, and um, you know he consoles people now. So and weird. It's very strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, you know, he said that wasn't me. That was uh, that was a mentally ill individual that, back then, and. Uh, uh, he, you know, he claims, you know, I don't even know who that person was. So whatever, it's uh, neither here nor there. I have no sympathy for him, whatever. And um, it, it is what Do it is. Do you remember some of your favorite Halloween costumes growing up? Dennis the Menace. Really? Dennis the Menace I had. I had a... <laughs> I don't even know if that was a costume. Dennis the Menace I had. I had a spider. I think I had a Spider-Man. See, Spider-Man's timeless. I had, uh, at the time, they were selling Star Trek pajamas um, with the insignia, that was yeah, a big thing. I remember for, that. That was remember great. That? Yeah, I like Star Trek. Yeah, was it? Were you a Star? Were you a Trekkie? I liked Star oh, Trek back then. Back then, Trek. I don't like any of the. I didn't get right. Yeah. I lost interest. I only liked it with yeah, William, Captain with Kirk. Captain William Shatner yeah, and Spock. Nimoy. Right, um, and uh, yeah, it was that was a great show, and um, and I had the pajamas, and I think I went out with that. <laughs> it's so cool. Yeah, Star Trek. Uh, um, Halloween was great, man. You know, it was a great time. And we used to do, do you ever do a homemade contest or costume back then? Uh, you dressed up like hobos. I remember. Yeah, we did, everybody. Yeah, everybody yeah. did a hobo thing. If With you were stick, doing your own. Yeah. yeah. Jerry Seinfeld has some really, if you want to, folks out there, if you want to listen to some really that, great. That, that Superman bit. You know, know the bit? Yeah, where you put, you put the, and then your mom puts the coat on over the costume. Right. And you're like. <laughs> right, 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 right. And, yeah. and my mom makes me wear a winter jacket over it. <laughs> and, um. And but if you folks, if you really want to listen to some really really brilliant stuff about Halloween, um, check out Jerry Seinfeld. I think it's I'm telling you this for the last time. Uh, is the is this is the um, yeah. the the special, and catch the bit about 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 Halloween. It's about five or seven minutes long. Uh, the actual bit. And I want to say just this brilliant. too before we go. go um, I want Dean, Doctor Dean, to start his own podcast. People love when he comes on here. You're great you got the gift of gab we're thinking of some titles um let us know what you think we were go thinking the, of we were go to the pocket of. party podcast forum on facebook and just throw out if you if you if you got one let us know what you think we're thinking um bedtime stories with dr dean i love it bedtime yeah, stories with that. Dr. that's my favorite bedtime stories with you dr like dean and then there was another one uh, folks for those of you who don't know but there's a canyon out here that people hang out at and they hike and there's some great benches that overlook the L.A. Uh, basin, and, and you can hang out. I was going to do something called Relaxing in at Runyon with Dr. Dean. And it uh, could be a little bit of a pain in the ass to do because, you know, everything would have to be with battery and all that stuff. But it, but it's very doable. And, and getting guests to go up there, hey, hike with me. But, right, right, right. Or no, there was the other one that we thought of, the couch. Um, 
on the cou- on the couch with Dr. Dean. On the couch with Dr. Which Dean. Which I thought, folks, has a connotation that I'm a, a psychologist or a psychotherapist. So let me know your thoughts on that. I like that, though. Bedtime stories with Dr. Dean or on the couch with Dr. Dean. On the couch. And um, I like them both. I like them. Yeah. And I like the idea that maybe you, you don't have to, you could just do like, you know, one, one uh, you know, once a month you go for a hike up there. And then, right. And you, you and know, then maybe the, have that as the special guest. Yeah. Right. And we just sit, just sit overlooking the basin. And you just like the idea, like the, you know, like the ambiance, like people walking and, by. Yeah. People yeah, walking. Yeah. It's such a great place. We uh, could even do a podcast. I was thinking like, I don't know how, it, if it'd be good though, but what? like where we're walking and talking, you know. Right, but if we do if it in the breathing, canyon, yeah. it becomes hiking with Kevin Nealon. Yeah, which by the way is a great show, folks. Yeah. That's another show. Or you guys we could be—I know what we could do. We could grab some coffee and then get in the car and then and then talk. Then then it becomes comedians in cars getting caught. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, I, let's just stay in people's pockets and let's just start sit, this let's party. Let's just sit in a comedy club at two o'clock in the morning. I don't even think yeah. there's people in here anymore. Yeah, pocket party, see, folks. I had a great time and. Uh, and I hope you. I'm going to end on this. I yeah. want to say, do you have any words of wisdom, any life words hacks, of any things you want to do? Like you know, how we like to end the show. Words of wisdom. Um, don't take this thing too seriously, man. It's uh, the one thing I've learned is um, I'm 54 years old, and you just got it. You got to have some fun, man. You you just got to enjoy the ride. I know Sean out there is in his 20s, whatever, maybe going through a rough time. You just got to you just got to enjoy the ride. This is. This thing called life is so friggin' crazy, man. And you just don't know where you are from day to day. And you don't know, you know, just, just try and enjoy the ride and not, and, and also, you know, something, you know what I, you know what I do these days, folks. And, and it's a very interesting thing when I'm up Runyon Canyon, cause that's where I see most people, because I don't know if you know, but out here, people don't walk in the streets. Uh, out here, everybody drives. So that famous song, nobody walks right, in L.A. Right. So I'm a New Yorker, and I'm used to walking in the streets my whole life in Manhattan, and blah blah blah. And people don't look at you, or they give you an odd look, or blah blah. But one of the things I do is I like to smile at people as I'm uh, walking by in Runyon Canyon, and it's just a, it's that typical smile, not like a creepy smile, like let's go in the woods, or I'm going to grab you and take you in the woods. It's the smile of, um, hey, how you doing, kind of thing. You know, uh, I, I've seen you before here, that kind of thing. And, um, man, smile at people, man. Do something nice for somebody, you know. do do so, I do something nice almost every single day in my life because of the business I'm in, okay. And I charge for it, but there are times that people don't have the money that I normally ask for. Uh, I'm a little expensive because if you read about my reviews on, on the net, you'll see I'm pretty one pretty good at what i do i'm gonna not gonna tap myself on the back but if you read about me you'll find out that i'm pretty good at what i do we'll leave it at that so i do i'm a little expensive but i do <laughs> i'm sorry what? i'm just laughing what? What? i'm like do you have any words of advice any words of wisdom <laughs> I kind, of, I kind of tuned out mentally, right. and then I tune back in, and, and you're like, "Folks, I'm, I'm expensive. I'm worth it." Not to pat myself on the. I'm like, "What the fuck, Dean?" No, no, I'm trying to bring out a point that I also give it away for free. Yes. Okay. When people come in, I'm joking. And when, like, for instance, folks, I don't charge dogs. I don't charge dogs when they come in. The dogs have uh, bad backs and hips. I don't charge them. I work on dog. <laughs> now. 
they don't come in by themselves. <laughs> yeah, they don't come in by themselves. But you know, sometimes. People, but you're saying smile at people. Smile at people, smile. man. Do a nice thing for people. We have yeah. become a very self me 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 uh, 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 society. Okay, everything is what's in it for me kind of thing. And then you have, you know, and then there's people that have no accountability. They take no accountability for anything that 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 is done that that is is bestowed upon them. Everything is somebody else's fault. We become a litigious society, constantly suing uh, this. You're you bad. know, my, my wife had a really nice thing happen to her, man. Somebody backed up their car and hit her car, and, and they it. left a note, and they did an insurance, and they're going to they're gonna repair everything. And the lady, yeah. she didn't have to do that. Yeah. My wife was, she, my wife goes, I was so surprised. That this do you know what the scam that is that they do on that one is most of the time? Your wife was lucky. Hold that you know, thought, hold that thought. My wife goes, yeah, tell us that scam. That could be our last life, <laughs> life lesson. But my wife was surprised that A, somebody left a note, and B, that the phone number actually worked, and C, that the thing has actually gone through, like the insurance yeah. is going to pay for it. And yeah. Okay, what's the scam? The oldest scam in the book with that, when someone hits your car, and you're no, nobody's around, and blah, 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 uh, and there's maybe people at a parking lot or something, or a Walmart, or a big, backed in, the guy gets out, writes a note on the thing saying, hi, I just hit your car. Uh, I'm sorry I did so. I'm making it look as though I'm writing a whole bunch of information right now as to how to get in touch with me. But I'm just saying, hey, shit happens, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, sorry about that. But And, and they leave no information. So people think yeah. that they, oh, he's writing something. He's getting out of the car and he's writing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's that's an old scam, you know. Um, but no, I, I just want to say we, 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 we walk, we're so afraid to smile at somebody that, you know, uh, and, and give off the energy of, hey man, I hope you're. I hope you're having as good a day as I am. Richard Gere, who's a devout Buddhist, um, many years ago, about 35, 40 years ago, he was abroad. He was doing Broadway, and he would walk on the streets in Manhattan, and he would smile at every person he saw on the street. And as he was smiling, he would say, I hope you're having as good a day as I am. I wish you only amazing things to himself, not to the person. Okay. And he said it by the end of his walk, he had felt so amazing about himself, not in an egotistical narcissistic way, but that he had given off so much energy for people to, you look like you're like, you're getting antsy. No, no, finish the story. No, we're good, yeah. we're good. I'm just saying, uh, words of wisdom, be nice to people. It not, the, the, you, get more, you get more bees with honey than you do with vinegar, man. And that's, that's really the, what it's all about. And, uh, and I, I try and be nice as much as I possibly can. Uh, and that's it. Thank you for having me, Darren, as always. Well, I, I, hope we didn't, I hope we had a good show. Very good, man. I really enjoyed it. I and like I said, I didn't sleep at all last night. I only slept on the airplane, and then I took a little nap. And you couldn't fall asleep with the construction. No, not the construction. It was just I had that early flight, so oh. I had to, after I finished the two shows. I what got time back was the your first flight? What time? First flight. I had to go to the lobby. I had to be in the lobby for the shuttle at three thirty in the morning. Ooh, yeah, but and you're that, getting off stage eleven o'clock. Yeah, so you're you're wrapping stuff up, and you're like, do I have? But yeah, and so it's funny because the shuttle to the airport. The guy was telling me, he's like, he's like, the airport doesn't even open till four. So I'm like, all right. So we get there. Then of course the, you know, it's kind of nice to be in an airport that's like, especially compared to like LA airports. I mean, it's really a small airport, but, uh, I'm talking to the shuttle driver and, you know, I love being a comedian and I love podcasting, but every now and then you ever have that fantasy of like, what's it like for other people in these other towns? Like what's their life like? You know, like, especially the cost of living. I mean, you know, it's way down in those other towns. This guy was telling me 
and I don't know if this is bullshit or not, but it's because he was also like talking a mile a minute at three thirty in the morning, and I noticed some of his teeth were missing. So I don't know okay. if the guy's on something or I don't know. But well, here's what he told me: he told me his other job is that he's a welder, and he said every he makes four grand every two days as a welder. <laughs> That's what he told me, and I was like, really? And he well, goes, he doesn't put his money into dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. He but he told me. He, I mean, I was thinking like he's like, yeah, you know, we, we he's saying how they did something at some stadium or something in okay. Atlanta and I'm like the handrails in some stadium. Okay. Can you imagine making four grand a day or every two days wow. welding handrails into a stadium? What? It almost made me want to like learn how to weld. Yeah, well, you know, I hey look, I've been telling people for years, don't get don't get a college education. Hold on, someone's people. looking. You guys about ready to wrap up? Okay. That's cool. the club, We're by almost the done. way, folks. That's the club. Okay. The club is officially yeah. closed. It's 2 a.m. right yes. now. Well, anyways, you guys are great. Uh, you guys were great. A lot of fun. If you want to make money, get into welding every two days. Uh, get in, don't I always do... tell people, stay away from college unless you want to uh, become a doctor, lawyer, CPA, um, uh, go into refrigeration repair and plumbing. I'm telling you, that's that's where the money is. Yeah. Otherwise, you, otherwise you start your young life off owing money right owing, right. owing debt being in right. you know college exactly. loans and stuff you want to so. become a doctor a whole different ball game more power to you you want to become a cpa more power you want to become a lawyer more power to you man you got you nowadays have no ch- you can watch youtube tutorials right. and whatnot but hey i want to thank you guys for listening right, to the guys. pocket party podcast you lasted all the way to the very end we thank you this well, is morgan freeman and that's right and dean you must have said you're 54 years old at least 15 times on this podcast really i think so between you said uh, you said I'm 54 years old, and you did that, and then you also said percentages of hair. No, not that. The Morgan Freeman impression. Right. <laughs> this is who. This is Morgan. Freeman. So, for those of you that are going to listen to this podcast twice, and I don't know who you are, but if you do, go back and listen and let us know what did he say more. This is Morgan Freeman, or that he's 54 years old. <laughs> all right, all right. That's I got cool. It, I got it. Edited Dean was great. You're great, buddy. Thanks for having the. Thanks for doing the Pocket Party Podcast. And he, Dean's right. Tomorrow, I want you guys to walk around. And when you smile at someone, say, I want you to have a good day. It's a great day. Yeah. In your mind, mentally. And yeah. You're, you're going to feel a lot better. I'm going to do it. I'm looking forward it's to doing it. such a great it. exercise. I do it all the time now, man. And Dean practices what he preaches, man. I've seen him talk to people I would probably not want to talk to. I'm like, that guy looks kind of scary. Meanwhile, Dean's over there. Hey, how's it going, man? You've been, you know. Right. I yeah, try, dude. man. You got to make the connection. He's man. out there at 2 a.m. lifting Every- weights, talking to dudes in weird parking lots. Like, right. they live in those parking lots. You got to make the connection, man. We're, we're here to connect with each other, man. And, and that's the bottom line, man. I think this so- club wants us to connect with our cars and exactly. get the heck out of here. But All right. All right. Thank you for having me, Dan. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you. You're okay. great. Thanks. We made it all the way through. What a nice, nice conversation, huh? Did you listen to it all in one sitting? Did you break it up over a couple of days? How did you do it? Did you listen and then wait a month and finish it out? Or how did you do it? You made it all the way to the very end. And I thank you for that. Um, If I got you this far, please take the time. Five ratings on iTunes under Darren Carter Pocket Party Podcast. Leave a leave a review. If you want me to plug your any kind of social media you have on there, please put your your social media handles. If you have a business, I'll even give it a hey, to uh, you know um, Glenn's Grass Cutting Business in Knoxville, Tennessee, or whatever. You know, I'll do it, man. I don't I don't care. I'm. <laughs> We're here to help each other. You, you know, you, you you lay down a review, maybe th- donate some uh, to the Pocket Party podcast. 
in the details section. Whatever you got to do, we'll do it. And uh, once again, go to my official Darren Carter on Instagram. Watch my stories. Watch what I do on Instagram. Part of YouTube. I put videos up on YouTube that you don't see anywhere else. Thank you guys so much, and we'll see you soon. All right? Remember, get out there, and as my old boxing coach used to say, as the boxers would leave, they'd be like, all right now, don't hurt nobody. Okay, don't hurt nobody. Okay. And then when I'd leave, be careful. So get out there, don't hurt nobody, and be careful. Everybody listen to Darren Carter. We all know he's the party starter. So if you want to listen to a podcast for free, then listen to The Pocket Party. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.